Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And now, folks, you are about to witness the most amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right. Bow, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Come out to play. Come out to play. morning it's the big man morning show 918-460-KMOD you can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945 listen online the website that rocks KMOD.com past shows are available on iTunes search under BMMS listen with your cell phone get the iHeartRadio app available from the app store your cell phone provider more on that at iHeartRadio.com and we're on Facebook Facebook.com slash BMMS69. That's where you can hang out with us each and every day. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Corby. Good morning, Kimpy. Good morning. Tickets to Smoke and Guns. We'll be giving those away. We've got Friggin' A Friday. We're going to give away beer. What's your proudest revenge? We talked about chicks earlier, and they were very proud to share their revenge stories on the men in their life. <laughs> so what's yours? BMMS and whatever that is to 82945. Struggles wheel, willy-nilly, qualifying people for see them all. 2020. We just played the queue. You'll get qualified every hour with us. And AJ Keeley of 
Oak to ha. Ta, ta, oak to ha. Oak to ha. <laughs> so, congratulations. Another chance to get qualified is coming up here very soon. Uh, did you see that Tiger King has corona? I heard about that. He's yeah. got the he's got the coronavirus, and he's in prison. So now, I mean, I don't know if he's the only one that has it, but I mean, the chances of it, like we talked uh, yesterday with the Tulsa County Sheriff's Office, it's pretty close quarters. Yeah. So it's going to spread. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously not practicing social distancing. He's in a prison. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it was pretty hilarious that. Two worlds merging as one. <laughs> right? This whole world talking about the Tiger King. Yeah. Which is probably what he always wanted. Yeah. And then most everybody's talking about the coronavirus, and they blend into one story. Right. Like, we wanted a break from COVID-19 using the Tiger King, being like, hey, thank you for this distraction. Right. And now... That dang coronavirus just has a weasel yeah. its way into everything. <laughs> He's the, there's one store bigger than Tiger King right now, and it's that. He's like, God, damn, I'm gonna kill that. <laughs> I'm gonna get that thing too. I got this headline yesterday. Text me, and I have deliberately not looked at the story because the headline is so alarming and apocalyptic. Fun. And the headline says, "Man with coronavirus spits in passenger's face before dropping dead." Oh, jeez. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> and then falls over. What kind of World War ZS is that? For real. Now, if he rose back up and started walking again, and that, that that's time for concern right there. But nonetheless. I think that's time for concern. <laughs> or Someone spit, spit in your died. face and died. Well, Where any more beyond that is their concern? Maybe it wasn't on purpose. Maybe he was like, <laughs> and then, you like know. Like he had a coughing That's, fit? Yeah. No, I, so, okay, yeah, I consider that on purpose. You're not covering your mouth. You're not doing what you're supposed to. You don't accidentally cough in someone's face unless you're five. Well, unless you're like having a coughing fit and then someone's like, oh my God, are you okay? And You like, look up at them and cough in their face? That's like, not an accident. No, <laughs> Nah, that's not an accident. I don't think that that's an accident. Every, especially if you know you're sick, mm-hmm. you cover your mouth. Yeah, yeah. If you don't, you're just being a dick. Yeah, unless you're five or eight, because they don't know anybody. Right? They they forget. They're like, I just want to play with my Lowell dolls. <laughs> How terrifying would that be? Or to witness it? Right, right. Did they're it- like, oh, help me, man. Nah, no, <laughs> stay. <laughs> you are on your own. I will kick you. Stay. Social distancing. Six yeah. feet apart. Yeah. Die over there. What a crazy headline. For real. Both those headlines yesterday. I was like, what? Yeah. It's the Rona, man. It's taken over, whether we like it or not. I mean, I think what you're saying is behind the eight ball. Right, right. It's I feel like everybody knows over. that. <laughs> and if you feel like it hasn't taken over, I saw a headline from a t- preacher who said he's closing down his church because of the tyrannical government. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. There's a pastor I follow online. He's pretty extreme. Not Kyle extreme. Okay. But he's pretty extreme. And he is like, we're just going to do drive-in service. Even he's like, yeah, yeah, we're just going to do drive-in service. It's fine. Stay in your car, pull into the parking lot, we'll do it that way. We'll say a little prayer, send you on your way. No, you still do it. You just <laughs> they get a little transmitter, it goes to your car. It's oh, pretty easy. Kind of like uh, what they the do drive the drive-in. Yeah, yes. okay, that makes sense then. It's not rocket science. No, no. It's not, uh, well, we don't have the funds. Okay, then get a megaphone. 
<laughs> More than one way to skin a cat, man. For real, though. Um, but yeah. That, but I was just thinking that, like, if you know they want to do churches like that, that it would make confessionals pretty easy because you're just like there was you know? a preacher doing <laughs> uh, dis- social distancing confessionals where he would sit on the side of the road with a blindfold on, and you could pull up and talk to him. Yeah, because he's not supposed to be able to see who you are. Yeah, yeah it's a confession. It's yeah. a blind confession. So you stay anonymous. <laughs> and then just they just peek <laughs> when you're driving away right. and be like, oh, I see you, GT246, whatever license plate. Oh, okay. Number. I was like, right, what yeah. is this, the Terminator? <laughs> no. uh, and it would be fun to do that and then have somebody talk on the other side of the, the, the pastor. <laughs> the father like, no, it's this. Like, <laughs> I get these voices talking to me. Or just to record that, that would be awesome. Like, you know how sometimes on This American Life they do that? Like, you just have the the recordings of confessions. Tell everybody what This American Life is if they don't know. Well, uh, just a podcast, and they talk about just, like, the most random stories you can think of to Alex Jones, to COVID, to just fun, lovey stories. Like, they just... Some always not always fun and loving. No, that's what I'm saying. Some of them are horrible, sad stories, and some of them are wonderful, awesome stories. It's just the whole gamut of everything, like, This American Life-ish. And so I think that'll make a great This American Life story of <laughs> to listen to people's confessionals, and, you know, they can just change their voices a little bit like these voices have been altered to protect the innocent and you just get to hear all the drama right be awesome i saw yesterday that the walmart by my house is only letting certain number of people in at a time dude good um i mean yes but where am i supposed to wait Mm -hmm. outside with the rest of them in line Oh, I was thinking in your car, maybe they... Then how do I know it's my turn? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Applebee's has it figured out. Maybe they should give you Applebee's a little... Applebee's has it figured out? Yeah, they give you a little buzzer, you know? <laughs> they text you when you're ready. <laughs> there you when go. When your table's ready, it's like, bzz, bzz. all right, sir, you can go turn. shopping now. Except that's like 20 people at mm-hmm. best. We're talking 100 people. Yeah, they let 20 people in the store and be like, oh, are you pulling up? Just check into the app, and when it's your turn to go in... We'll give you a little. We'll give you a little, murk, murk, little buzz, and then you uh, can start making your way into shopping. My thing hasn't gone off. I want to go in now. Mm-hmm. I've been waiting twenty minutes. I'm sorry. And there's sir. some people that go shopping, and it takes them forever. Yeah, but like I'm sorry, Sam, I'm rolling sorry, up and down sir. every aisle. You're just, right. You're just gonna have to wait. We're trying to keep everyone safe. Oh God. I think that's a good idea. I went to the Walmart yesterday. I don't know which one you go to, but the one in Catoosa, man, they have got they've got the one far side completely mm-hmm. shut off. Yep. You cannot go in there at all whatsoever. And then the only entrance that is open, they've got yellow tape and cards, kind of like a barricade or whatever. But what what they've done is they formed a makeshift kind of uh, funnel. aisle funnel. Yeah. And I pull up. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Right. It wasn't like that the day before. When I had went to the Walmart the day before that, whatever. It wasn't like that the other day is what I'm trying to say. And I get over there. I'm like, are they even going to let me in? I mean, I got in. I got my stuff or Did whatever. Did you have to stand in line? I didn't have to stand in line. It wasn't that busy. It wasn't that busy. Yeah, there were some people inside or whatnot, but uh, I just thought it was bizarre. It wasn't like that. And there was, I didn't stop and ask anybody, like, what's all this going on here? But it made me wonder, what the hell's going on? Yeah. What are you doing that I got to worry about the yellow tape? Yeah. I think they just got it, came under some flack. Oh, but having For, so like, many people Yeah, in there's there. 100 people in there. Yeah. 200 people in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the governor the other day when he had his uh, 
message or whatnot. He's like, listen, if you got to go and get groceries, it's not a family outing. Just send one person if you can. Stop with him. If you can, just stop with him. (laughs) Which I get it. He's been delaying his talks. Get out of here with him. (laughs) No, let's just pray. That'll fix it. (laughs) Usually. No. Pray the COVID away. Lock the cess down, man. For real, though. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, so I don't. That gives me a ton of anxiety. Yeah. Is having it that some sort of funnel scenario where. I might not get to go, and I can't find anywhere where it's explained. Mm-mm-mm. Exactly. And what happens if you've got to get out in a hurry? And what I'm saying, like, not just you, but, like, Ooh, everybody the in the store. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. You've got this entire, the only entrance blocked Well, there's off. fire exits around the whole building. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they have yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, one single door, but what happens No, when, there's not one no, single like there's door. There's no, no butcher exits what I'm and, talking like, all about, that kind of stuff. It's a single door. It's not, like, broad sliding doors like they have in yeah, the front. Yeah, but there's multiple right, all exactly. the way around. Exactly. But what I'm saying is, I mean, if it goes into panic and chaos, you got this one, the one that's funneled, locked up, and then people go to the other side, the other fire exits, that's locked up because everybody... And the next thing you know, we're all burning alive in the goddamn wall. Walmart. No, or there's uh, those other doors open, like the one by the produce you don't really pay attention to, or the one behind the milk, you know, where they've got workers back there. I'm sure they've got something figured out. It's not out. a great white performance at the station nightclub in Rhode Island where everybody's trying to get out of one door. Right. <laughs> yeah, probably. But still, your mind goes to the worst, and all the exits are blocked. They're all bodies piled up, up, even though there's only like 100 people. There's probably more exits than people in the freaking Walmart at that point. Okay, Sam, settle. (laughs) No kidding. Burning alive, though. Good God, man. But hey, at least we're at, you know, a Walmart Supercenter. We got everything we need as we burn alive. Yeah. And I was going to try and do the grocery pickup. Yeah. And I was like, well... I want this. And then I was like, I don't want them picking something else. Mm-hmm. Or they would be like, oh, we're out of that. And I'm like, Wah. But you have that same feeling in the grocery store. At least I'm in control of my options at that point. Yeah. That's why I don't do the uh, grocery pickup or whatever. Because, like, when it comes to produce, I want to be able to pick that out. I don't need your half rotten lettuce or whatnot mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you you don't give a damn about your job. You're just picking parts. You know what I mean? So I... I prefer to go in there and do it myself. Yeah. Because this way I know what I'm getting. Do you go to the store normally and when you pick out lettuce, there's a lot of rotten lettuce sitting there? There's been some times. Huh. There's been some times where it's like some are more wilty than the others. Wilty, yes. yes. Rotten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I mean is wilty. To me, as soon as it's wilty. Wilty and rotten is not the same yeah, thing, bro. To me it is. To me it is. I need my lettuce fresh and clean. I don't need any brown or any anything on it at all. It's kind of with that outcast lettuce. <laughs> so fresh and so clean, clean. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. We're going to take a break. We got news quickies. Plus, we're going to qualify people to uh, see them all 2020. And we're giving away beer. What's your proudest revenge? BMMS and what that is to 82945. Next, Tulsa's Morning Show, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945, giving away beer today for friggin' A Friday. What's your proudest revenge? BMMS and what that is to 82945. Let's go ahead and get news quickies going. It's time for news quickies, world news, local news, and news that just makes you say, what the f***? Now here's Corbin, Kempe, and Sam to fill you in on what's going on. News quickies from the Big Man Morning Show in 97.5 KMOD. 
five-year-old five-year-old boy begs. Take one more time, three. sorry. Five-year-old boy begs brother for old man haircut. The picture is awesome. It's <laughs> so cute. And a look at it, and it reminded me back when I was like nine. My brother, God, I love that guy. He wanted to go see the Batman movie, you know, the one with Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. And uh, my parents were like, all right, I tell you what, we'll take you to go see the movie, but here's the deal. Here's what you got to do. We're going to shave just the front half of your head, and we're going to leave the back half all nice along the way it was. So he agreed to it, and he left it like that for like a month. Wait. Look. Uh, <clears throat> yes. Your 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 parents yeah. were like, hey, you want to go see a movie? Then we're, <laughs> we're going to tour torture yeah. you make you look ridiculous yeah those are the type of parents that i had to grow up with was it a they left him at home when they went to disneyland yeah, i don't right, know where the big shock is what else are you expecting huh is that like a batman haircut no, or they just wanted no, it to look no, dumb and be just, like how that, desperate are you that that yes it was the latter <laughs> half that's was, so mean no part of that haircut was was about batman at all whatsoever but hilarious nonetheless <laughs> uh florida sheriff seeks tips to solve the tiger king cold case good she, she totally did it, right? Yes. My favorite part of the whole show, that's my favorite part, he, he, when she's like, oh, if, you know, I wanted a tiger to eat somebody, I would have to cover them in sardine oil. <laughs> right, not perfume. Right, right, yes. right? Yes. Like, mm, did you just give away how you murdered your uh, ex-husband there, you cool cat kitten? <laughs> you know it's bad if OJ's like, oh, yeah, she totally did it. <laughs> For real. Guy arrested for breaking stay-at-home order and DUI. <laughs> DUI is like the lighter end of it. <laughs> uh, parents convert garage into club quarantine for their son's 21st birthday. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. That's a big moment in somebody's life. Turning 21, you want to go out and totally. get schnockered and enjoy your birthday. And I mean, you can't if you're in quarantine. So yeah. at least you're in a safe place. And your parents are awesome enough to throw you a club quarantine. Gimpy, um, on your 21st birthday, mm -hmm. did you make a big deal out of it? Was it a big thing? Uh, I guess. I guess. Well, I had a party at, uh, at a friend's house, somebody I worked with. It was really just a bunch of coworkers that I'd gotten together. It's when I was working at the Carl's Jr. And uh, we sat back and just got tanked, drank some beers and some tequila and um, a lot of Jägermeister. And there was only like maybe half a dozen of us. So I don't think it was a big, big deal. But I mean, we made it what we could. Yega bombs. Yeah. Yega bombs. Yeah. Corbin, what about you? My 21st? Mm -hmm. I just went out to the bar. I was in college. Threw a banger? Uh, I don't think we didn't throw it. We just went to the bar. <laughs> okay. Uh, for my 21st, I was in Fort, Mar Fort George G, Maryland. And my sister came out and visit visited me. And all my shipmates partied. It was awesome. It was one of my best birthdays. But very memorable. Maybe not as memorable as Club Quarantine. Because, mm. you know, when you have kids and they're like, oh, mom, dad, what was your 21st like? You know, I think that's kind of a cool story to tell. I was locked in the garage. That's basically <laughs> what it is. With my parents. With right. my parents. I, I celebrated with your grandma and grandpa. <laughs> Look, your really? grandma and grandpa are on Zoom. <laughs> Man exposed himself in an online middle school class. Oh, God. Elon Musk donated the wrong kind of ventilator. Oh, damn it. 
You're supposed to be a smart guy, Elon. Come he is on. a smart guy. They created a ventilator. <laughs> Just the wrong ones. Oh, a for effort-ish. Mm. Um, news reporter working from home screams at topless dad who interrupts broadcast. It's awesome. This <laughs> is so great. It's one of my ra- favorite rabbit holes is to go down watching videos of anchors doing their shows from home <laughs> and the weird things that happen. <laughs> one happened right here in town where uh, Channel 8, Sonny Lee was doing the show and her camera fell over. Right Oops. as she was doing her broadcast, first day, uh, doing it from home. Uh, Fantastic. <laughs> Spanish cops bust supermarket bar for breaking the virus ban. A bar in a supermarket. Sounds fantastic. Telling me. Condom shortage looms as coronavirus shuts down production. <laughs> Car wash, essential. Condom production, not so much. Mm-mm. Yeah, hold on. How is liquor stores essential, but condom... Shut your stupid mouth. No, 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 hold on. (laughs) I think everybody just said the same thing at the same time. (laughs) It's the only thing getting me here every day. I'm I'm just saying, how is that? But, like, what do you do? You get drunk, and you're more likely to have sex when you've had a few in you, right? (laughs) Drinks. You've had a few drinks, yes. Yes, yes, yes. You are more... Sorry. You're more likely to drink after you... Oh, nope, that was wrong again. You're more likely to have sex once you've had a few drinks in you. So yeah. I feel like those two should just go hand in hand, and that should also be essential. Yeah, but we're in this case where if you get up, I'll get up, it'll be anarchy. anarchy. Not everything's an essential business that defeats mm-hmm. the point of the word essential. <laughs> but keep the liquor stores yeah. open, please. Yeah, and don't you even. Please. <laughs> well... <laughs> You know, if we you will riot. If, if oh, there real? is a condom <laughs> shortage, I do. I will share my methods with you if, if you want. If you want. If you're desperate, you just want well, some let advice. Let me save you the suspense. <laughs> One, two, three, go. <laughs> I think of it as repopulating the earth after the coronavirus right. wipes it's most of us out. Point. <laughs> an excellent point. I heard a crazy article yesterday. Oh, God, this is. Okay, so they're saying that the number of people that are dying from the coronavirus that we're keeping tally of, of course, had the coronavirus and are dying. Yes. But much like if you die from a cocaine overdose, are you dying from the cocaine overdose or a heart attack? Right, right. It's more likely the cocaine overdose. And so people are like nitpicking the numbers now and you're like, God dang. Right. You know what? Never mind. It's fine. We're all good. It's all good. Go back to work. This is all someone's agenda (laughs) for the whole world. It's the Illuminati, man. Right. We can't, the whole world can't agree on anything, but this we've agreed on. You know what? If you're one of those people that think it's agenda, an agenda, go look for the video of the woman that had to FaceTime her dying mother and had to ask the nurse to pat her head for her because she couldn't do it. And tell me. Damn. It's a it, yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. The anchor starts crying. The I started. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Because they're uh, not letting people in there with their relatives that are dying. Mm-hmm. Wow. Tell me that's that's someone's agenda for that. Yeah, it was liberals. 
<laughs> hey, you gotta crack a few eggs to make an omelet, man. Well, where's the omelet? <laughs> it's it's coming. It's coming. It's gonna be Thanks, really, Denny's. really, really good <laughs> once you get it. I promise. You're getting, what Gimpy is saying, and just wait. Your loved one's death will be worth it. <laughs> give it time. Just yeah. get, be patient. Yeah, give God it time. dang. <laughs> Man uses a bucket truck to visit his mom's third floor window. I can't follow oh, up with a story like that. Man. That's so sweet. Will you pat my mom's head. She's dying. I can't touch her. Like, oh, they're FaceTiming, and the lady's right. like, Can you just pat her head for me? I used to always do that for oh, oh, Good God, God man. <laughs> no matter what you have after that. Yes, it's incredibly sad, isn't yeah, it, Sam? Yeah. yeah. But I also like someone being like, all the way up to the third floor, like, hi, mommy. Like, that's such a sweet surprise. I'm sure no one was filming it either mm-hmm. for their TikTok. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm definitely going to click on that link, Gimpy. Faux show. I want to see that. Pianos, fireplaces, mattresses, the most bizarre things people steal from hotels. A piano, huh? How a fireplace. Gonna... <laughs> First of all, if you have that little electric one they sell at the at the Walmart mm-hmm. for 90 bucks or whatever, uh-huh. it's not a real, it's a space heater. Pretty yeah. much, but it looks good. But... No, it doesn't. <laughs> Rolling flames till the bulb burns out? Yeah. <laughs> Who is going to... Um... How how do you miss someone carrying out a mattress or a piano? I mean, who's going to catch them? The receptionist? There's hey, other exits. Come back here with my piano. There's other exits from a hotel. Yep. Oh, yeah, they lower it out the window. <laughs> no, there's police. other exits besides the front desk exit. <laughs> I know, but think about like whatever exit that there is, right? It's like a normal door. You would need some like big doors to get a whole freaking piano through. I mean, that is valid. A mattress, no. No. Okay, mattress, maybe I could, you know, see you sliding it down. Fireplace, flume and all. (laughs) (laughs) Right. How many bricks you'd be carrying? Right. Um, World's oldest living man celebrates 112th birthday in isolation. Damn. He's Uh, probably, like, good. Of (laughs) all the things, like, that you've lived through in 112 years... And then you're watching this coronavirus happen, and you're celebrating 112 years, and then you don't get to have your buddies around you for that day? That makes me sad. No, if you, there's an, a birthday threshold where you're like, I don't, this isn't for me anymore. I just want to eat my pudding. No way, Jose, when, if not, well. This is, inter, this is intervening on my fourth nap of the day. I'm not going to say <laughs> that I'm going to live to 112, because let's. Be realistic. That's not going to happen. But if I did live to 112, I would want there to be a party. Okay. I yeah. think there's a threshold after so many. What What do you get as a gift to a 112-year-old? No, it's it's the gift of, like, everyone. You're, you're great. Aid. Yeah, you're What you're, age does that change for you? What? Where you roll to that attitude? Where you uh, don't want a gift? You know who you're talking to, man? Yeah, that's why that's, I'm asking. She said her words. Just show up. That's good. Mm-hmm. What age does that happen for you? Um, 111. <laughs> Last one, Gimpy. Uh, Tampa Strip Club is surviving the pandemic by giving digital dances. Uh, no, that doesn't sound good. I can watch a YouTube video or a porn video and get that. Yeah, but you're supporting local business, man. Truth. See? My mistake. <laughs> My mistake. 
Hospital patient 86 dies after being struck in the head by a 32-year-old woman who claimed she was violating social distancing rules. Yeah, extremely violating. Who, aren't you? If you come to me with something to hit me, you're violating. Yeah. Psycho. People, this is the zombie apocalypse. People acting this way. The other story of a guy shooting a person because they didn't cover their mouth. Yeah. It's not zombies. Ugh. Mm. It's people out of their minds. That makes sense. Lack of brain use. Mm. Same assholes. thing. Yep. All these stories are on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash BMMS69. What's your proudest revenge? BMMS and what that is at a case of St. Archer Gold is up for grabs. We'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show continues next. The Big Man Morning Show on Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Giving away beer for friggin' A Friday. St. Archer Gold is up for grabs. Let's get Jeff on the line. Hello, Jeff. Good morning. And how are y'all today? I'm great, sir. What uh what's your proudest revenge? Well, uh long time ago there was a kid lived down the street and he stole some money from me. I knew he did, I just couldn't prove it. And uh, so we were sitting around the house partying a little bit on a Friday night and uh, needed some munchies. So I threw in the keys in my car and said, why don't you run down the grocery store and get us some stuff? And so he left. And as soon as he did, I called the police and said, somebody just stole my car out of the driveway. Told him what direction he was going. He was at the Kroger grocery store. They surrounded the car and arrested him. Damn. And yeah. so when he was like, no, he gave me permission, yeah. the police I, I, came to you and you said... I, I said, no, I didn't. You took the keys and said you went. So, uh, and uh, so they uh, uh, they just gave him a slap on the wrist. I think the police believed him, but uh, they really, you know, since I had actually called and filed a complaint, they had to do, he had to get, he had to get processed. How do you know he took the money? Uh, he was always broke, and I had been saving up to go on a uh, whitewater rafting adventure, and uh, probably about three days after that, all of a sudden, he came up with a new uh, stereo system for his car, and uh, just it, it was just, he didn't even have a job, and all of a sudden, he comes up with a new JVC. Wait, but hold on. What if, like, his granny gave him some money, or somebody died, he got an inheritance, or someone else loaned him money? Found a new nickel? Yeah. Or Uh, or pawned something? Okay, well, I will say this. He was the kind of guy that had somebody given him, he would have told everybody what happened. But this was all quiet, you know, uh, under the cover of darkness and everything. It was just just too... I'm pointing towards him. Right. All right. How, how old? How old were you? I was uh, 18. Right on. Well, nonetheless. <laughs> hey, got- and I, I, we still laugh about it to today. Not him. He doesn't laugh about it at all. But some of my other friends back then. <laughs> Remember the time you had Greg arrested? I mean, yeah, I think. Yeah, you know that's that's great. You're a quality friend, man. Here, here let's God. get you some beer. <laughs> 
If you consider being number one for over a decade revenge on all those other bitch-ass stations, well, then that's ours. Enjoy Case of St. Archer Gold. Back to you, Corbin. Right on, man. Hey, I appreciate you calling in, uh, texting hey, us so we can talk to you. Man. All right, buddy. Wash your hands, cover your mouth, and you cough, America. I mean, I don't know if that's sound advice coming from a guy who turns his buddy in. <laughs> for proof you don't have, Mr. Murder, she wrote. You didn't know. Murder, she wrote. Hang on the line, man. <laughs> Anytime you can throw a murder, she wrote reference. It's solid. I'm just saying. It is an under, underused uh, reference for sure. All right, yeah. solid, sol- solid old lady flex, <laughs> Sam. Thank you. Eat your oval team. <laughs> Titans running back Derrick Henry has signed his franchise tender that will uh, pay for the 2019 NFL rushing leader. $10.2 million for the 2020 season should should he play under the uh, one-year tag. Titans GM John Robinson said that uh, he has been in contact with Henry's representatives towards a multi-year contract with the two sides having until July 15th to work out an agreement. Yeah, he was the guy last year as a running back, and then they're like, we're going to tag you. So basically that means is... We we don't really want you. That's uh, what that te- that's what that says. Because ten point two is no. That's they have to pay him for work, of course. But they're going. This will be it, or you can move on. Oh, yeah. poor buddy. Yeah. I mean, actually, not, not poor, a poor buddy. buddy. He's got ten point two million dollars. Yeah, yeah. You're way you're way way better off than me. And uh, the Patriots came through in the clutch for Massachusetts Governor Charlie. Baker Baker secured more than a million masks aimed at controlling the spread of COVID from China, but uh, needed a way to get them to the U.S. He reached out to Patriots owner Robert Kraft, and Kraft loaned him the Patriots airplane to carry the masks from China to Massachusetts. It's not a cargo plane. Did they just, like, stack them up in the seats? <laughs> they buckled them in. Yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking yesterday, what a great idea for these airlines that aren't doing it. Fly them to places to pick up stuff. Yeah, for real. That's keeping people employed and getting supplies to where they need to be. Yeah, and it makes you look good. Like, oh, I want to fly Delta. They helped out. I was reading that the airline industry, to get part of the bailout, they have to keep all their employees, and they have to continue to fly to every destination out of every airport they currently do. Wow. Without right? passengers? Before or... the event. Yes. Wow. They have to keep it active, right? Huh. To get the bailout money. And huh. if they don't, they don't get the bailout money. And they're like, well, what if we combined all of our flights to take down the burden because mm-hmm. right now we're flying empty planes mm-hmm. and the government was like mm, no wow you can combine all your flights from one day right and do one flight a day mm-hmm. okay but you can't you know american and united can't work together that doesn't make any sense i mean it makes sense that they have to keep performing to mm-hmm. get money mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so they can give their golden parachute to the ceo yes and watch freaking americans still have like layovers and can't get off on time that's, and no, like all gar- that stuff yeah, oh yeah that's gonna happen <laughs> they're like there's nobody here why can't we push off the runway and they're like ah just- imagine being a flight attendant or a pilot you get all ready you gotta go you're standing there you're waiting mm-hmm. and then they're like no we're not gonna do the flight mm-hmm. or or you're in a flight in a hub trying to come back to your home base and you can't do that mm-hmm. like there's nobody here. Yeah. You want to see something cool, go look up all the planes that they're storing at Tulsa International Airport. Yeah, Corby showed me that picture. The American that, Airlines yeah. flight planes they're storing there. It's t- a ton a of planes. Of them, huh? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It there's got to be a couple hundred. Wow. And they're Lined all, up on the runways. Yeah, they're all, like, perfectly parked, you know? Like, it, it looks creepy. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's Balls to Wall Sports. I'm Seaman Sam on 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. And Adam Hollingsworth, BA, got qualified for a chance to see every concert KMOD is a part of. For CM All 2020, brought to you by Boulevard Tank 7 and KMOD. Another chance to get qualified every hour with us. Be listening for that cue. Now, we're giving away beer as well. We're giving away St. Archer Gold. What's your proudest revenge? BMMS and what that is to 82945. What's your proudest revenge? That's what we're doing for Friggin' A Friday. Sam, what's your proudest revenge? So, my proudest revenge is some uh, a revenge that I took on somebody that we all know. And... This is my former roommate, Cornflake. Oh. And <laughs> Corbin's like, was it me? Right. No, no I was never her roommate. Did I ever do it? <laughs> um, so Cornflake always used to use my products. He would use my shaving cream. He would use my razor. And I would know because I'd put it in one spot and it would be gone or moved to somewhere else. And, like, with my razors, I always put them facing up because if you put them facing down, then, like, the moisture barrier on the razor razor will stick to whatever surface if it gets wet and will ruin the razor. And it would drive me absolutely effing bananas. But sometimes he would use his own razor and his own shaving cream. And he had the shaving cream that would, like, come in a tub, kind of, that you had to, like, mix up yourself-ish. And so... I knew how much shaving cream I would use, and he didn't even have hair to be using my effing products, and so more than once... Well, his head. He shaved his head. head. No, no, no. I I guess, like, my, like, conditioner or any of Uh, my girly stuff. Like, he had... Yeah, like, he had his own stuff to use. Don't use mine. We were all both, like, beyond broke at the time, so it wasn't like, I'm out of this. I need to use some of yours. He just wanted to use my stuff, and... I also had this very expensive sugar scrub that I love (laughs) because it makes your skin feel like, think of your body and the softest skin on your body. It makes your whole body feel that way. And I, anyways, he would use that and I would know because I tried to like use it sparingly because it was expensive. So anyways, I got like... Super fed up, and I had this face mask that you're only supposed to, like, leave on for, like, 15 seconds, and it's, like, kind of burny and tingly, and it's supposed to kind of, like, I guess, burn off the first layer of your skin. What? Yeah. Like, you just put a little bit on, and, like, you run hot water, you put it on your face, and then immediately wash it off, and it works. It makes your skin feel softer and gets rid of the dead skin, but you're supposed to use the tiniest amount it, and use wait, it quickly. You, women use products that burn your face? Yes. Is that oh, like yeah. a chemical peel? Is that what it is? Or I think like chemical that. peels are supposed to be applied yeah. by professionals. Yeah. <laughs> this is like a uh, like a baby chemical peel. Again, yeah. Bottle of sulfuric <laughs> it's, acid. It's not as strong right? and you don't use a laser to put it on. It's just like supposed to you use a little bit and it's supposed to, you know, whatever. Burn your face off. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And if you put it on for too long, then it will burn your face off. But if you use as directed, it just makes your skin feel super soft. So I had gotten fed up. I asked him repeatedly and repeatedly and repeatedly to please stop. I'm poor too. These beauty products mean a lot to me. Well, he would not stop. So 
I decided to dip the razor that he did use in <laughs> that wow. chemical peel stuff and put it in his shaving cream, like the little shaving tub. Just like, you know, the I just rubbed a little bit on my fingers and then rubbed it inside of his tub and then took a little bit on my fingers and put it um, in his on his razor and just kind of like, you know, put my thumb and pressed the way the blades were going down so that you couldn't see it when you picked it up. And then just kind of sat back and waited for him to use it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like two days later, his face and his head was slightly burnt. I could see like all the little red bumps on it and him complaining about like, God, like, my skin and my face, it is so itchy. And I never told him that that was because of me because I had had enough. You would think he would be able to, you know, pick up that it smelled like honeysuckle and rose petals. Right. Well, clearly he liked it because <laughs> he used sandalwood. all the other products of mine that he enjoyed honeysuckle smell. To his to his defense, um, he's very forgetful. So you may have told him to stop using your products, but true statement. He was I mean, very forgetful. I shouldn't have to ask you to not use my female things. Right. No, you should also have to not ask someone to show up for work. But what are you going to do? All right. So what's your proudest revenge? Case of St. Archer Gold. Gimby? I'm going to have to say, I look back and I'm going to have to say uh, the lettuce incident. This is when I was working at a restaurant, fast food restaurant, and I just graduated high school. And was going through some things. My best friend just died. I was really just mad at life in general. Mm -hmm. And uh, the assistant principal at the high school, Mr. Bradley, just made my life hell. And it was all my fault, for sure. But as a kid, <laughs> you're like, screw you, man. You just you got something against me or whatevs, right? So uh, I'd already graduated and still holding on to this this grudge that I have against For him, him. doing his job, I'm imagining. For him doing you... his job, exactly. Dealing with punk-ass kids like myself. But once again, when you're young, you, you think you rule the world, and, and it's everybody else's fault and not yours. So I was working, and then I seen he came in. I was back there in the kitchen, and I looked through the little slider where you slide the burgers down, you know, so the front line could pick it up and bag it up and send it down the road. And I seen him and his damn bozo haircut because he had male pattern baldness. You clearly have gotten over it. Yeah, he's dead now, so it's okay. I could talk about him all I want. Nonetheless, so uh, I seen him come in, and he orders a couple of uh, hamburgers or whatever, and oh, man, well, we're out of lettuce. I've got to go back to the cooler and get some lettuce. So while I'm back there, I... Simply take some of his lettuce and swab my junk with it to my my nether regions really good and, and simply folded it and placed it on his burger and sat back and watched him eat the entire thing and come back for another one. So far, I've heard you both um, say your revenge was assault. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, what else? What other kind of revenge is there that uh, doesn't involve assaulting people? Uh, I mean... Any, there's a lot of other types of revenge. <laughs> there's there's a, the mental of, war games you could play. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, my senior year, my counselor told me I would never go to college. Mm -hmm. I went to college and graduated. I feel like that's pretty good revenge. Ah, showed you, sucker. Uh, that's I, not a fun one. Oh, well, it's pretty great. It's pretty great, I think. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it worked out. Yeah, totally. And you, you got where you're at now because of it. But we need something juicier, man. Uh, I was told that the show wouldn't continue after someone left. And then I was also told the show wouldn't continue after another person left. 
because he died. That's been Boom. pretty sweet revenge. I feel like those are both really great revenges. Take that, sucker. I don't know if revenge needs to have an assault in it. Well, like the the listener that we just talked to, he did, his didn't have any assault in it. He just also didn't the have any context or warrant. <laughs> well, and much Gimpy, like yours, Gimpy, I think you well. have an even an, an even better revenge because mm-hmm. somebody took a job that you wanted, and so you changed a ringtone on your phone to <laughs> to um, take revenge and annoy the sin out of somebody because it was like a baby revenge. But I feel like it I, came from a I revenge. I feel like place. we're kind of jumping all over. I don't know what mm-hmm. you're talking about. The uh, producer that was here for a while, Gimpy wanted that job because he was an intern and wanted the job of the producer at the time. And there was a certain clip that drove this producer absolutely nuts. So Gimpy changed his ringtone to that certain clip. Tara that- has a penis. Oh, well, Tara has a wiener. Wiener, wiener, Tara, penis, wiener. So <laughs> he, he put that. I think you said it to like when anytime anybody called you, because I know that more than once we were sitting in a room where mm-hmm. you'd gotten a phone call and that went off. Yeah. And her losing her ever loving mind. And you, I remember these words. Exactly. You're like my phone, my ringer, it can have whatever it Do wants whatever on it. it. Wants, yeah. So now, no, not all, not all revenge has right. to have assault. That yeah, I feel like right. that yeah. was a, a pretty funny revenge that <laughs> yeah. didn't have an assault that was <laughs> malicious and yeah. revengeful in nature. Yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. So I, there's a not assault yeah, one. I didn't think about it as revenge, just more of, you know, to get under their skin sort of thing. Well, that's what revenge is, is right? Okay. Okay. Revenge is getting under someone's skin because they got under yours. Right, right. Making them feel like the way you feel or whatever, for whatever reason, whether you feel right, violated right. or, you know, assaulted <laughs> or whatever, right. wronged in some way. Yeah, yeah. Um, like you were unjust. Yeah. So for that, you know, 22 seconds that that ringer would ring, <laughs> you got your revenge. Yeah, yeah. It's my alarm now. It's no longer my ringtone. It's just my alarm that goes off at 4 o'clock. Tara has a penis. Oh, well, Tara has a wiener. Okay, wiener, I, wiener, I think we can stop playing it. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, we want to know what's your biggest <laughs> revenge, or proudest revenge, I should say. A case of St. Archer Gold, BMMS, and what that is to 82945. Revenge is a funny thing. Yeah? It's, yeah. It's totally ego-driven. Absolutely it is. Because you think you deserve this. There is no reason anybody should ever have to commit revenge. You just do it to make yourself feel better. Right. Or, in a couple of examples, assault someone to make yourself feel better. Yeah. Teach them a lesson. But in the end, it's all about you. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, that's dangerous. That's not healthy. (laughs) That's horrible. It feels so good. Temporarily. Temporarily. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. So the next travesty happens in your life. Yeah, and then you just get your revenge some other way. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I still don't feel bad about my revenge. Yeah, neither do I. (laughs) Not not one bit. That's so weird. Why not, you think? Uh, I'm sure there's something mentally wrong with me, for sure. You don't You don't have to guess. <laughs> we know that part. Yeah. Why not? I just, I, I don't know. I don't know why not. I don't know why. You still well, feel after all these years, uh-huh. even admitting what you said earlier, mm-hmm. that a man was just doing his job, yeah. you feel like that's totally warranted and okay. Yeah, yeah. Just because at the age that you are, me being that, you know, that at that age, 19, 18, 19 years old, you don't, uh, you don't care. Like I said, you think you rule the world. You're invincible and everything has to bow down to you. So is it wrong? Yes. Uh, but is it expected? Probably. It's Probably. expected from te- for teenagers to wipe 
food and restaurants on their genitalia for people they don't like for doing their jobs? Maybe not particularly that item, but expected to do something like that or to be vengeful you, in that way or in a way. Not there's a difference way, between being vengeful and wiping food on body parts and serving it to people. Uh, Those some, are two different uh, things. Some people's revenge is a little more extreme than others. You know, you you got yours uh, by by telling the counselor to stick it. I'm going to college. I got mine by swapping. But mine lettuce. didn't hurt him. It just yeah. proved him wrong. It didn't hurt him either. It's not like he died because he of, might have like, nah. oh, I got it wrong. No, no, he but had I a don't care. I, to me, it was about for me. Mm-hmm. It wasn't about hurting them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was about for me as well to watch him eat his food, knowing I did what I did to it, and he doesn't know. And I feel like, uh, so revenge is always something mean, normally, that you'd regret later. Like, mm, I don't think Cornflake then stopped using my products because I never admitted to him mm-hmm. that I was one that did that. It only made me feel better. And like, Corbin, for like your example, I could be like, oh, the best revenge against my ex-husband was finding somebody that I'm truly in love with. The best revenge from... Anybody when I was an intern that's like, you should quit, that not quitting and then mm. getting this job is the best revenge. So I, I feel like those other things aren't revenge. It's like more of a motivator. A revenge is something that you purposely go out of your way to hurt somebody who has hurt right. you. Okay. And you feel um, justified what that revenge okay, is. Okay, so the definition is the action of inflicting hurt or harm on someone for an injury or wrong suffered at their hands, or assault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, then I guess I've never gotten revenge on somebody. Yeah. So you, we, that we I, can, I can recall mm-hmm. at this moment. I've never wanted to assault somebody. I'm sorry, I've never assaulted somebody. I'm sure I've wanted <laughs> right, to right, assault want people. want there for sure. Or hurt somebody in any way. I, I'm having a hard time remembering one, mm. if there is one. If I have, then I have compartmentalized it down so far. <laughs> that I can, you know, plead. Uh, I I don't know. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> Stand under the fifth, Your Honor. Yeah, I changed my mind. I've never re- revenged anybody either. <laughs> What's said is said, so I'm gonna own it. What do you mean? Why would you say that? Because <laughs> I'm just making a joke. Trying not to get in trouble. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember any revenge I ever made ever. No, nope, right. I don't no, no, I'm just saying that might. That's the only logic I can have of if I've done that and then never, and I don't recall. That's the only logic I can have. I'm, I'm not trying to play goody two shoes. I'm literally trying to remember if I've harmed somebody because I feel like they've wronged me. Where do we learn that, you think? Television. Movies. <laughs> well, if you think about it, for real, though, because your parents don't teach you that sort of thing. I don't. Some I do. Don't, I don't remember my parents ever teaching me to, you know, get back at somebody right. in one form or the did he, other. Did he take your lunch? Mm. Then you go over and spit in his food. <laughs> okay. Right? Yeah, no, that, my dad did. Way, yeah. Your dad said that? Well, no. When oh. that <laughs> asshole called me fat, he was like, here. Where, well, he, that asshole was like, oh, you need a Diet Coke. And so then I got my dad's permission to go throw an, a soda on this guy, brought a cup, and was okay. like, there you go. Here's your Diet Coke, bitch. Yeah. How old were you? Sixth grade. 
And so, then he retaliated three. by hawking a loogie down my shirt. So I guess we even each other out. <laughs> no, he's one up, actually. Still. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Bodily fluids versus Diet Coke. I think bodily fluids wins. Right. Like, for a split second, I was like, ha, revenge. And he goes, right back at you. Now we're Right down sticky. my shirt. Right. <laughs> right. We got in a stick contest. One just smells better than the other. Yeah. For real. I'd rather smell Diet Coke than dried saliva. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. won. Well, we want to know, what's your proudest revenge? A case of St. Archer Gold is up for grads. Beam a mass and what that is to 82945. Tulsa's Morning Show. The Big Man Morning Show. The assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Let's play a game and give away some tickets to Smoke and Guns. This is an MMA boxing charity fight between firefighters against police officers. It all goes down June 20th at the BOK Center. And it's all for the benefit of the Oklahoma Firefighters Burn Camp. And then the police are fighting for the Special Olympics of Oklahoma. Two amazing organizations that uh, put smiles on the faces of those that attend. And tickets are available at BOKCenter.com. And we are going to play this game where we call it the numbers game. We see if Sam can let listeners win. Typically, though, she does not. She hates you. Except this year. Yep. She has relied on an adjective that got her through some of college and some of the military. Oh, y'all? Nothing? Uh, I'll tell you at the end. What's an adjective? I'll tell you what the adjective is at the end. Uh, So Sam has let people three times. They've lost, or Sam has lost seven times. So most of the time people are getting tickets. So Mm -hmm. Sam's going to step out of the room so we can get listeners to play. Suck. (laughs) Uh, Let's go ahead and get somebody on the line. True statement. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? My name is Adam. Adam, how are you, man? Pretty good. How about you? Good, Adam. Question quickly. Are you still working? Uh, yes. And what do you, what industry are you in? I'm actually in construction. I do bathroom remodels. Oh, right on, man. Hmm. Um, all right. So what n- category do you want? Numbers, percentages, or averages? Uh, let's do averages. Averages it is. Five questions from Gimpy. Just answer them the best that you can. Are you ready, sir? Yes. Here we go. Add damn. An iceberg weighs an average of how many pounds? 40,000. 40,000, he says. All right, Adam. A person will swallow an average of how many times during a meal? 20. 20 times. All right, Adam. A woman will spend an average of how many years of their life menstruating? <laughs> a woman uh, will say too many. Yeah, way too many. Let's say uh, 15. 15 years of menstruation. All righty then. Adam, a woman will spend an average of how many years of their life deciding what to wear? Uh, half their life. <laughs> okay, give me a number. Let's say... 30 years. 30 years. Okay, Adam. Joggers live an average of how many years longer than non-joggers? 
and say five. All right. All righty then. All right. Sam's going to come back in. She's going to get the same five questions. And then uh, we'll see who does better. The category is averages. It's five questions. Sam's back in the studio. Are you ready, Sam? Yep. Sammy, an iceberg weighs an average of how many pounds? Um, 3,000 pounds. 3,000 pounds. All right, Sam. A person will swallow an average of how many times during a meal? Um, uh... 41 times. 41. Sammy. <laughs> a woman will spend an average of how many years of their life menstruating? <laughs> Let me repeat um, that. A woman <laughs> will spend an average of how many years of their life menstruating, Sam? 21. 21 years of menstruation, Sammy. A woman will spend an average of how many years of their life deciding what to wear? Oh, God. Um, 13. 13. Last one, Sam. Joggers live an average of how many years longer than non-joggers? Mm, four. Okay. All right. How do you think she did there, Adam? Hopefully I win. All right. Well, let's see. Gimpy. All right. The question is, an iceberg weighs an average of how many pounds? Adam says 40,000. Sammy says 3,000. And the answer is 20 million. 20 Jesus. million. million. Wow. Sam's iceberg is the it's a baby a truck one. brought down the Titanic. Yeah. Right. A big dually truck right. brought down guy. the Titanic. Adam is up one to nothing. You need three total to win those tickets, all right? All right. The question is, a person will swallow an average of how many times during a meal? Adam says 20 times. Sam says 41 times. And the answer is actually 295 times. Damn. Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, oh. Sam got that one right, and so it's one-to-one. One. <laughs> a woman will spend an average of how many years of their life menstruating? That's the question. Adam says they'll spend 15 years of their life menstruating. Sammy says 21 years. You two are disgusting. <laughs> That's a whole lot of blood. That's a lot of ministra- menstruating. That's yeah. continuous. <laughs> The question is continuous. <laughs> if you took all the times someone was ministri- menstruating, put them in a line up back to back, yeah. how much would it add up to? Sam said 21 years. That's a lot. That's a lot. Well, Adam the- said 15 <laughs> years of menstruating. The answer's only four. Four. Four years. Adam got that oh, one yeah. right. Uh, you need one more, Adam. Uh, the question right. is. A woman will spend an average of how many years of their life deciding what to wear? Adam said half. I'll give me a number. 30 years they're going to spend. Sammy says 13 years. Answer's one. One? Like, again, you're adding the time up back. It's a ridiculous amount of time. That's, yeah. I, I mean, cliche-wise, maybe that's right. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, it's tied two to two. Last one here. Joggers live an average of how many years longer than non-joggers? Adam said five years. Sammy said four years. And the answer, six years. Adam got that one right. Congratulations, man. You're getting those tickets. You're going to be going to Smoking smoking Guns on June 20th at the BOK Center, man. Hang on the line so Gimpy can get your info. All right. All right, man. Appreciate you. Don't go anywhere. We're going to need a bigger boot. Yeah. (laughs) Got it. That's... That's a lot of sanitary napkins. For real. For, for, that's for fe- That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot of minstrel cups. Yeah. I wonder what that equals to in like 
gallons. I don't need to I know. I don't care. <laughs> I don't need to know. All right, so Sam now has lost uh, eight times. Means listeners getting tickets almost nearly more than double the amount of times that Sam actually takes them from them. It's not so my year, year, but it's your year, listeners. All right, we'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show continues next. next. The Big Man Morning Show on Tulsa's Rock Station 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. We are giving away beer. What's your proudest revenge? Case of St. Archer Gold is up for grabs. Let's see who we've got. Friggin. Hi, Jason. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, buddy. Jason, what's your proudest revenge? So, uh, about seven or eight years ago, I was out of state working, and my uh, wife at the time decided she was going to start seeing somebody else, and uh, I came back, we ended up getting divorced after I had proof of what was going on, but uh, me and that guy's wife decided decided we were going to start seeing each other as kind of a revenge plot to get back at him, and uh, ultimately things worked out. Got married. We've been together for uh, almost seven years now. So you find <laughs> out your wife is cheating on you, and you know whatever. You're sad. That sucks. The person that she was cheating on you with was also married. So then you decided to then bang that guy's wife to be like, yeah, let's get back at them both in one fell swoop. Yep, pretty much. Or and, just banger, he married her. Yeah, so, and then, follow-up question, um, did you genuinely, you're like, oh, this just happens to be my soulmate, what a weird way of us finding out we're soulmates, or was it more of like, ooh, even better than banging is getting married? No, it. I mean, it's, uh, it's crazy just the way things worked out. You know, we had, uh, we had a lot of conversations along the way. Um, of, of things we both wanted in life and didn't want in life, and um, things just worked out. I don't know; it was weird. The rest didn't is history. Answer the question: Is she your soulmate? Yes. And what um, about her do you love more, or um, what is a trait that she possesses that your ex-wife didn't? <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, the the big thing is, you know, she's not cheating on me. Right. Solid. So that's always a plus. Yeah. A solid plus right there. Some other dude's junk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but did she, was she cheating on her husband with you? Do what? Was she cheating on her husband with you? They were, they were, I mean, they were technically still married, but they were already split up. Okay, because they had found out about it. No, he, yeah, well, I don't know the whole timeline because I was out of state. But when I got back, they were already living in separate houses. It's a very Maury that, thing, but that is it a, does count as awesome. revenge. Here's Gimpy to tell you exactly what you're getting, man. Corbin sought revenge on his ex-wife by totally marrying up and scrapping that heap he was with. Here's a case of St. Archer Gold. Back to you guys. Hang on the line, man, so Gimpy can get your personal info. 
All right, thanks. All right, buddy. I appreciate you. Uh, heap. <laughs> God. She wasn't a heap. No, but I, if someone called me a heap, that would hurt. It would? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what else would hurt? <laughs> About uh, six feet of dirt. <laughs> Laying on top of you. Failing uh, liver? Uh, all right, Sam's got sports for us. I'm just going to volume that up over you. So you don't <laughs> Mississippi State football coach Mike Leach apologized on social media for posting a tweet that drew criticism before it was deleted. The outspoken coach on Wednesday night posted a tweet and um, that showed a meme of a woman knitting her husband a noose during self-quarantine. Several MSU players responded to the post with a facepalm and uh, raised eyebrow emojis and profane uh, and a profane acronym. And uh, he said, I sincerely regret if my choice of images in my tweet were found offensive. I had no intention of offending anyone. I mean, it sounds like Mike, Mike Leach. That's, he, he's he's <laughs> that guy. Life. <laughs> no, he wanted to hang himself. Oh. oh, like I can't deal with being with my partner. Oh, okay. That's not as bad as like, you know, I'm joking about murder. True. A noose, though, in Mississippi may have a different interpretation. That depends on who you're delivering it to. I'm just saying a, a noose symbolically <laughs> has a different, for sure, feeling when seen yeah. than, say, a noose maybe somewhere else. <laughs> Your thought was it depends on who's it getting delivered to. Well, it, well he's right. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, I know. It just sounds funny to be like, well, anybody would be offended, but there is a group of people that would be way more offended than the other group. <laughs> For sure. I yes, think so. absolutely. I I'm not anything, disagreeing but... with you. I just thought it was funny you put it that way. <laughs> it's it's. He's like, I, I love the the apology. I had no intention of offending anyone. Then what did? Just because you didn't have an intention to offend anyone. Well, it was a funny practical joke. <laughs> right. I think it's funny. What's the problem? Now, I'm a believer that if you're offended, you're choosing to be offended. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Right? You're choosing to let something bother you. But with that being said, there's no way he was like, I had no intention of offending anyone. Yeah. That's something you're like, I, listen, I'm sorry you died. I had no intention of killing anybody. <laughs> right. Like he. I thought it would be funny to blow up a house. He didn't like ABC. He didn't BC it at all. Ready, shoot, aim. Yep. Got to A and that was it. Yeah. He just like cropped the photo, put it up and like, huh, why are all these, where are all these emojis? <laughs> <laughs> There's like the finky emoji, the grumpy face emoji. He was like, I got to check with somebody. People look mad. I always think envision it's like somebody not understanding how something works. And they're like, well, I had no idea. Everybody would see it. <laughs> and he just puts it up and then puts his phone down, walks away, go does whatever, goes for a walk. Yeah. He's like, I didn't know. I didn't know everybody could see it. He well, gets it's the internet, bro. Right. He comes back to his phone with a bunch of text messages, like, you know, what the f, dude? And he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> really? Everybody saw it. Oh, oh. strange. Didn't see say. Oh, on the internet. That's balls to the wall sports. I'm Stephen Sam on 97.5 KMO. <laughs> Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOT. Qualifying people for CML 2020. Kenneth Fernandez of Warner. Heard the cue and is qualified. Every hour you have a chance to potentially see every concert KMOT is a part of. you got to get qualified when we play that clue. That's your chance. 
That When you hear that cue, that's your cue to get qualified. <laughs> so you call in and be the correct caller and you're qualified. It's all from Boulevard Tank 7 and KMOD. Uh, we're also giving away beer. What's your proudest revenge? Text that in BMMS and what that is to 82945. And uh, we'll pick a winner here in a little bit. Right now, it's time for the Struggle is Wheel. Weekly trivia contest between the three of us. The loser has to spin the wheel. And currently, the punishments on the wheel are Sharpie Makeover, Mustard Donut. This is where we've got a donut. What do we do, Bismarck or Long John? We've got the Long John. Maple or chocolate? Chocolate. And two two bucks, right? Yeah. God damn. Yeah. Farm water and... <laughs> uh, and then we squirt mustard in it, so it's a instead of a delicious type of um, custard in there, it would have mustard in it. Uh, we got listeners' choice. You guys will pick what the punishments are going to be. It's on our Facebook page if you'd like to vote. Uh, and then the new one we have on there. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, chocolate ungravy. We've deconstructed chocolate gravy, and you will uh, have to eat it in its raw form. Yes, Disgusting. milk, flour. Cocoa powder, those type of things. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the new one on there is Lick Deodorant. We've got Gimpy's Deodorant. <laughs> so many licks you will have to give a one, on the stick. A two, a three. And then when you're like, I can't taste anything, that's not the COVID. Nope. That's Gimpy's Deodorant. That's right. If you have it. Uh, last week we played, Sam and Gimpy competed, and Gimpy lost. Yeah. And ended up having to do? I had to do quarters. I had yeah. to do quarters, and uh, she got me one good time. One good Harsh. Time. I wouldn't say good. Yeah, yeah. Most of the time, it bounced off my fat belly or shot across the room or whatever. But she did catch. She caught part of a knuckle, which was enough to make me be like, damn. Ow. I don't even think you flinched. You're right. I don't think there was any damage there. Better, but, you know. Uh, yeah. All right. So, Gimpy's going to pick two people competing for the struggle is Wheel. And the first person he's got that's competing is... Porter Beanie. It's probably fair. It's been a while. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, world around, I'm picking this one, and this one's going to be not me. Woo! Sam, <laughs> Corbin, and Sam. 918 <laughs> oh, I don't know why I'm asking for the phone number. <laughs> Sam's going to step out of the room, Who and you Brady's got five wheel. questions. Hi, Brady. How are you? Hey, man. What's up? Brady, what's your proudest revenge moment? I don't have a revenge moment. Ever. I don't. Doesn't I looked, surprise I mean, me about I you. I went down my whole timeline, I guess you can say, and I never got revenge on hmm. anybody. No. Not even the slide. Like, he, his revenge was, you know, the council was like, you're never going to make it, kid. Yeah. And he's like, screw you. I'm going to make it. Not even anything like that. Right. Huh? Or the success of the show. It's yeah. probably I'm more yeah. proud yeah. of yeah. Yeah, yeah, revenge-wise. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have to be assaulting like we discussed earlier. I probably intimidated some people, but I oh, never yeah. got revenge on anybody. Yeah, you're a beefy dude. I would say that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we've got five questions. Yes. Timer starts after the first clue. What's the category? All over the place, my friend. Good. It is all over Good the place. Willy nilly. Willy nilly in it. Okay. Question number one. Yeah. Are you ready? Oh, are you ready? I'm ready. Question number one. What city would you find a Liberty Bell? Uh, Philadelphia. Animals that only eat meat are known as what? Carnivores. Who created the characters Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn? Um, Who created the characters Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn? Adam Sandler. I know that's not right. <laughs> Which ocean would you fly over from going from New York to London? Uh, Atlantic. Hickory trees produce what kind of nuts? Uh, walnuts. Time. Yeah. Uh, I want to say <laughs> Thomas Edison. That's obviously not right. Yeah. Huckleberry Finn. 
the, 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 uh, I'm just it's chomping right, at the it's bit right, right there, there man. <laughs> it's right but there. I like your answer way better <laughs> no, than actual answer. It's true that. Oh, my God, I know it. way more credit than he deserves. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Huckleberry Finn, Tom Sawyer. And I don't think the I don't think the the walnut thing is correct. Okay. I don't think it's a hickory tree. Yeah, that's a that's a tough one. Mm, that's a, a fun one. question. Yeah, I don't know what kind of nuts they produce either. I don't even know what tree walnuts come from. It's not the wall walnut tree. I think it's a walnut tree. Yeah, <laughs> it's a walnut I guess tree. it's probably true. Yeah, I don't know. She's gonna come back <laughs> in because yeah. I know in sm- like doing smoked meats, mm-hmm. walnut is a type of wood you get. True. Yes. So pecan. Clearly not Googled correct. This, I was like, yeah. oh, I had no idea. Uh, all right, yeah. Sam. You know how this works. It's five questions. Timer starts after the first clue. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. Question number one: What city would you find the Liberty Bell? Uh, Pennsylvania. Animals that only eat Pittsburgh. meat. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yep. Okay. Animals that only eat meat are known as what? Carnivores. Who created the characters Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn? Uh, Mark Twain. What ocean would you fly over from going from New York to London? Atlantic. Hickory trees produce what kind of nuts? Uh, a, um, uh, pine nuts. Time. Okay. How do you feel? Not good. Tell me which one or ones you feel bothered Acorns. by. Acorns. That's what I was trying to think of. Okay. Yeah. Pine nuts. There's pine cones. I don't know if there's pine nuts. So, yeah, that's one I don't know. Are pine cones nuts? No. Okay. <laughs> They're no. pretty wacky. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, besides that one, what else? Just that one? Yeah, I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember. She's blacked out. Yeah. Yeah, she blacked does, I'm telling you, she does that, Will, that you know, uh, Will Ferrell thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, let's go ahead and find out the answers. Question number one. What city would you find a Liberty Bell? Corbin said Philadelphia. Sammy said Pennsylvania. Nope. Pittsburgh. It is Philadelphia. Yeah. Zero to one. Question Pittsburgh. number two. Animals that only eat meat are known as what? Well, they both said carnivores. It is in carnivore. Yes, it is. One to two. Who created the characters Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn? <laughs> Corbin said Adam Sandler. And then Sammy said Mark Twain. It is a man, Mark ahead. Twain. Of course, it's yes. Mark Twain. <laughs> when, when she said that? Immediately. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, ah. Adam Sandler. <laughs> two to two. What Ooh, ocean? I'm Huckleberry Finn. <laughs> I'm going to go down the river. I go as soon as I get done painting this fence. A baby boop Okay. Oh, my God. What ocean do you fly over from going from New York to London? Uh, they both said the Atlantic. It's the Atlantic. Mm-hmm. Last question. Oh, no. Hickory trees produce what kind of nuts? Corbin says walnuts. Sammy says pine nuts. Pecans. Pecans. Nobody got that right. Uh, I don't even know where pine nuts come from. I, I are they a plant? Is it a nut like a peanut is where it grows in the ground instead know. of on a tree? I don't know if a pine nut's an actual nut. I don't know. I think a pine nut's a nut. Mm. Yeah, I have no idea. They're delicious in with pesto. Yes. Mm. No uh, idea where they come from. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm going to have to look that up later. Uh, yeah. They're also called pinon, pinoli, or pignoli, and they're edible seeds of pines. So they come from the pine tree. Okay, so but not nuts, nuts. They're seeds. Yeah, 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 yeah. About 20 species of pine products, seeds large enough to be worth oh, okay. harvesting. In other pines, the seeds are also edible but are too small to be notable value as human fu- food. Huh. Yeah. Okay. You learn something. The more Very you know. Good. 
Uh, all right, so we've got a tie, three mm-hmm. to three. Sam's time was 22.89 seconds. Okay. Corbin's was 25.13 seconds. In Sam's nice. world, that's a long time. That yes, was. it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You should, I, I don't even remember where I got hung up. I don't uh, know. The, the first one Pittsburgh. hung you up. Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. You that said Pennsylvania first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Other than that, you went flying right through like you normally do. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Sam, what do you want it to land on? Um... I would be good with the uh, chocolate ungravy. Mm. Yeah, because I want that off the wheel. Gimpy? I say lick deodorant, man, because I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it at all. Oh, yeah, that's another bad one. No. I'm happy with that. How about you? Which one? Uh, I want it to land on mustard donut. Yeah. Get that long john, huh? It it will probably just be gross and not gag gross, Mm -hmm. the idea of chocolate and mustard together. Mm -hmm. Take off the chocolate, Mm -hmm. and you pretty much got a... Sausage roll without the sausage. Yeah, yeah. so it's, to yeah. me, it's not a. Gi- <laughs> it's a giant <laughs> leap. What I don't want is I don't want lick the deodorant. I would be bummed if that did something to my taste buds, and then I can't oh, eat delicious God. food this weekend. Yeah, that would be the but concern. It wouldn't perspire. Okay, your tongue would stay dry. True I mean, if it's, if it's antiperspirant, you're correct. Yeah, if yeah, it's yeah. deodorant, then yes, my tongue will sweat like crazy. <laughs> hate, it. hate it when I get the tongue sweat. Yeah. <laughs> You'll taste it. I got such a workout, my tongue's sweating. You'll right. Taste right. your ice. What is, what is your, your deodorant, deodorant flavor? Uh, this is Degree that we got. It's brand new. Brand spanking new. Never been used at all whatsoever. Degree. Mm. I thought about going with Secret, but I'm like, that's, that's just too girly. So I'm with Degree. I think degree is also a uni- uh, unisex. Is it deodorant? True. Is yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, I'm, 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 I am a uh, old spice guy. And that reverse is quite large. Yeah. It is. It is. It's massive. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to give it a spin. Gimby, tell them how to win beer. We want to know what your proudest revenge is. Text that and BMMS to what it is to eight two nine four five. We'll give you a case of Saint Archer Gold. All right. We'll spin the wheel and then we'll come back and we'll oh. find out what it landed on. Ooh. Going around. Oh no! Oh no! Thanks, oh. brother. Mad Morning Show returns next. Tulsa's Morning Show, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Playing the struggle is wheel, and we're going to get to the punishment here in a second, but I need to remind you. If you want in on beer, we're going to give some away coming up. What's your proudest revenge? A case of St. Archer Gold is up for grabs. BMMS and what that is to 82945. And uh, we played right before we went to break. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was just looking on Facebook Live and watching so watching, well, watching Brady film himself. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've done this. Yes. Uh, so uh, I lost. By time, we had a tie of three to three, spun the wheel, and it was one click mm-hmm. away from landing on reverse. Sam didn't even break a sweat. No, she wasn't worried about it. I wasn't staring at it. That's why. I was just staring down, just waiting to hear everyone else's reaction. And it landed on Sharpie Makeover, mm. yeah. which to be honest, I'm fine with. Yeah. Because I want it off the wheel. Makes sense. Like, let's just get this over with okay. in terms of the wheel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's the one that's been on there probably the longest now, right? Since quarters came off. Uh, that says March. Three, yeah, three thirteen, April, April, March. 
Yeah, it looks like that uh-huh. is true. Uh-huh. So uh, Sharpie Makeover will come off. We'll put something new next week. And there's got to be denominations to pick. Yes. Of, uh, how long? Tell everybody the denominations can be. We got 15 seconds, 25 seconds, and the big one, 45 seconds. I mean, 45 seconds, you could put a uh, Adam Sandler novel For on real, there. You can. <laughs> <laughs> With all the little quips and everything. Right. <laughs> and it's going to be. Oh, no, 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 no. 25 seconds. Woo! Okay. Okay. Nice even, uh, yeah. in the middle. I mean, there's enough to put a Hitler stash there and, and not enough to put a lot of detail. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. So, uh, who's first? Sammy. I am. All right. Yeah. yeah. Since uh, she is the, the the winner in this category here, Sammy, is there a strategy to go with it or uh, what, what what is your plan? Usually, we don't have this much time. I know. I'm trying to, because... I have, like, go-tos, but mm-hmm. I've never done Sharpie Makeover to Corbin. I've only done it to Gimpy. Uh, I think I've had it one uh, one time, one other time. Okay. I, yeah, I think you may I be right. Maybe not. I mm-hmm. think I've had it one time. I know. I've gotten it a few. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm, like, scrambling right now to think of something that, because I don't want to go with the typical stuff mm-hmm. that, you know, I don't want to go with Jenny's. Um, I don't want to um i just got it because also i do care about what your kids see because i know that they're home <laughs> and your wife and so i do oh, yeah. i don't want you to to be Ooh, like daddy so my children you have a rocket on your face <laughs> like i don't want it's, it's a bomb pop sweetheart it's really not a rocket it's more of a thumbtack with some gas behind it <laughs> so i'm thinking of like more words as something okay. that like they won't be able to read yet okay. and that that won't be as bad makes sense and um and that Listeners will be able to watch us on, you know, Facebook Live mm-hmm. at facebook.com slash BMS69 and that they will be able to read every day. So I think that that's what my strategy is going to be. Okay. And so with that time, I think I'm going to um, use the resources of his forehead okay. and work on that area and then give Gimpy the nose beard area. Cheek. I think what nots like that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. yeah I think that's going to be my Best bet. Okay. Okay. Well, I've got a timer here with a little thing. Oh. Okay. Yeah, we both got a set, so it's all uh, good. So th- you'll hear the thing, and then you'll get to start. So are you ready? Yes. Okay. Getting ready right here. Maybe five seconds. Starting now. You hear the timer? She's drawing. I can feel her writing. You're pursing really hard. Like, she you're is. pushing really hard. I feel like I'm not. It's gonna... How do you know? <laughs> because. How do you know what I'm feeling? <laughs> She's inside your head. Ten man. seconds. Oh, my God. Yeah, you need to, you know, hurry this thing up if you're wanting to get some more done. But I don't, I don't know. She says she's just writing stuff, words that other people can read and Ooh. not. Oh. There we go. Okay. Okay. Take that a gander a over here. perfect amount of time to write what I wanted to. I, f- I feel like you wow. got to wait till the end. Yeah, I'm not looking. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that time went so quick. I felt yeah. like I would have had more time to like go in and kind of get in there because <sighs> the first word, the first letter of the first word that I wrote, I didn't extend high enough. Mm. So it looks like I wrote something in a different language. Oh. 
Okay. Do you see what I mean, Gimpy? Uh, uh, I mean, I read it, and it looks normal to me. But can can the, you read what I tried to say for the first one? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. All right. All right. All right. Well, let's give me my 25 seconds then. <laughs> Hopefully you can work faster than I did. I was kind of shaking and getting nervous. Why? Why were you getting nervous? Well, because it wasn't sticking onto your face very well because of, like, the oils of your I'm face. Because I'm greasy? <laughs> <laughs> I am greasy. Uh, all right. Do you have a strategy? Uh, no, I'm just going to kind of fill in some spots. Could be just a willy-nilly sort of thing. There really is none. I'm just going to use the time that I have and not try to waste it. Like, I mean, not saying that it was wasteful, Sam, but, I mean, you took a lot of time for what seems okay. to be not a lot of payoff. I, uh, thank you. But when I tried to write I love um, meth on uh-huh, your face, uh-huh. like, I got so nervous trying to get it in there quickly that it didn't gotcha. turn out the way that no one gotcha. could read it. Gotcha, it's like I love meh. Okay. Yes. All right, here, we, here right. we go. We'll get started here. You'll have the timer. We'll say go. Wait. <laughs> okay, oh, starting. God so dang, green, why are you guys man. pushing so hard? It's so green. Is that a ballpoint pen? It should be. I don't know. There's something wrong with your forehead, boss. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Ten seconds. Okay. All right. Oh, we're doing a little maybe cat little yeah, whiskers, maybe? Little something, maybe. Oh, I, doing, I like, I like the kitty whiskers. Thank you. And there you go. All right. Can I get, Gibby, what did you, what were you trying to, what were you trying to draw? Really? I mean, okay, so horns on his forehead. Okay. But like his one, his, oh. the, his left side of his head, that's the part that like hurts so bad. And it's really greasy and it was really hard to try to get it. The right side of your head worked out just fine. Yeah. So I don't know if it was the Sharpie or whatever the case may be. Sam, and lean over here. Feel how hard this is. No. <laughs> you almost had her. And the rest of it, I was just trying to, you know, just trying to cover some space. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, You've been spoiled. Yes. That was beautiful. All right. I did lean in. So I'm going to look here. <laughs> no! <laughs> Sorry, I hit you. I shouldn't have hit you. Sorry, I hit you. Sorry, I assaulted you. Um, does I, I see the word face. Mm-hmm. Um, does that say Yurik? <laughs> <laughs> or is that a J? I, it was supposed to be a J. It still kind of looked like a J. It looked it like looks a J to me. Like, I know, but the way I draw my Js, I... Mm-hmm. Like draw a fish hook up, oh, and so I don't go down and around, and so it does look like. Because you can't use the re- you can't use the reverse camera, mm-hmm. you know the face camera because it will put everything backwards. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that says jerk face. Yeah. Okay, and then I guess some squigglies. Yeah, some eyeshadow there for you, or whatever the weak. whatever it is. That's yeah, weak. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm blaming I'm blaming it on the on on the sharpie. The quality of the marker. Uh, <laughs> and your greasy It's a brand new marker. And your greasy forehead. <laughs> well, listen, don't blame the marker because you didn't have one ready. I I mean, the squiggly lines are interesting. Yeah. Like yeah. I said, I was just trying to fill in. It's just filigree. You know? I was expecting like a complete black nose. Yeah. You've done that to me before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or Mm -hmm. put the bags under my eyes a little more presentable. Yeah. The thing is, it's like, all right, we're like, woo, 25 seconds. We got some time. That stuff goes by a lot quicker than what you think. Yeah. It does. And it took a little bit for that marker to start working. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all good, though. I mean, still still looks beautiful to me. (laughs) Yeah, I'm fine with it. I'll totally go to the liquor store. (laughs) I'm completely okay with it. At least there's not a dong on your face, you know, like there typically could be. Or... 
The Hitless I mean, it, whatever. Yeah. Uh, we're giving away beer. What's your proudest revenge? BMMS and what that is to 82945. We've got a case of St. Archer Gold we're going to give away. Get your text in now. BMMS and what is your proudest revenge to 82945. Tulsa's Morning Show. The Big Man Morning Show. The Assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Giving away beer for friggin' A Friday. We're also going to have willy-nilly coming up and more qualifying for CMall 2020. Boulevard Tank 7. But right now we got to give away a case of St. Archer Gold. What's your proudest revenge? BMMS and what that is to 82945. We're going to give away some more beer coming up. But right now, we've got Travis on the phone. Good morning, Travis. How are you? Good morning. How are you doing? Good, man. What's your proudest revenge? <laughs> so, senior uh, year in high school, my buddy decided that he would put syrup in my cup holder and within my steering wheel. So, when I got my vehicle and squeezed on it, it just went everywhere. So, I killed a doe. During deer season, and took the uh, doe tarsal out, stuck it between the railing on your seat where it slides back. I shoved it in there. Well, every time they would, and it was a Halloween. We were walking around, and I saw this car at his aunt's house. So that's when I did it because I was, you know, Halloween. Two weeks. It was enough for two weeks. And every time they'd warm up the car, they were, they vomited. And they, I mean, they had the carpet scrubbed. They thought they, their kids felt milk in the back, or they thought it was just molding. Anyway, they found the deer tarsal two weeks later, and he calls me up, and oh man, it was like the best. So they put syrup in your cup holders and the steering wheel, so that way that like it was always sticky. Yeah. How long did it take you to get rid of the stickiness on your steering wheel and in the cup holder? Uh, I would probably say about two days because I had it like, because when you wipe it out, it was just like you, like you, and then you have to let it sit and then dry it up. And every time you would wipe it, you know, your rags and stuff would stick and tear. So you had to put more stuff in there to get it out. And like the steering wheel took forever trying to get the cover off of it. And just because there was that like stick on your hands, how much else like, was your house sticky from touching light switches and like how how long did this stick in your life <laughs> persist? Uh, it was really like all of my clothes because like I said when I you know get in the car I throw my keys my wallet my wallet was grounded in it because I didn't even look at you know I just get in throw my wallet in the cup holder Ugh. and then when I went to squeeze down I mean it I mean it was luckily it was like senior skip day that day or whatever. I had it in my shoes. I had it in my socks. I had it on my pants. I mean, it was just everywhere inside my truck. And it was just a practical joke. There wasn't anything malicious about it or anything like that. They were just like, hey, I'm going to syrup his truck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it was my fault for leaving my truck uh, unlocked. And he, I was like, because I knew who did it. I was, like, man, I was like, man, Matt, what'd you do that for? And I said, I'll get you back. And then when deer season, I got me a doe. And it, it's pretty rank when those when those uh, heat up <laughs> and you put it like of 
in your car, the under the seat where the track is, like that's hard to get clean when there's not deer yuck in there. Yeah, because I mean, when you squ- I mean, they get real soft when they get warm, so you can when you shove them in that little track. Because I hit it. Because I mean, I was like, well, he knows I hunt, you know. And, man, it's done. He thought they said he thought the kids spilt his milk in the back seat. Make I mean, they shampooed the carpets in the car, had it detailed, and then he was like, man, there's something wrong. And anyway, anyway, he found the dude man in the truck. God. So your two-day inconvenience was his two-week inconvenience. Did he ever retaliate after that? No, he laughed about it. He thought that he's just like, man, I don't know how it took so long for me to find it. Because his wife, you know, I hate hate to sound mean, but they were trying to have a baby. And, they, you know, she's like, you know, I'm just getting sick. And well, on top of that, with the smell, it didn't, <laughs> it didn't help nothing matter. Because of her, you know, her sickness. She was pregnant or she was trying to get pregnant and she thought she might be pregnant because she kept getting sick and she thought it was morning sickness. Yeah, she thought it was, she she was pregnant and they thought, and she was like, oh, it's just morning sickness. Well, then when she get in the car, she puke even more because of, because, you know, your sense is really well stronger as a woman. So she was constantly just throwing up for two weeks. That's funny. Uh, pregnant woman. All right, let's go ahead and see what you're going to get, man. Charlie B. Barkin kept getting out, so I got my revenge by, uh, you know what happened. Have a case of St. Arch Gold. Back to you guys. Buddy, hang on the line so Gimpy can get your info and have a great weekend, all right? Thank you, you too. Right, buddy, don't go anywhere. Oh, God. Uh, I can't imagine that. Doctors from the University of Pittsburgh Medical Center have cl- are claiming... They have found a vaccine for coronavirus. Holster that. UPMC researchers say they now are seeking federal permission to begin testing with what they claim is a vaccine to protect against COVID-19. That's that would be amazing if this is true. They started yeah. development on January twenty-first. <laughs> Anyway, uh, January 21st on mice and suggest they developed antibodies for the virus within two weeks of receiving the vaccine. Uh, It uses 400 tiny needles in a small bandage to deliver spike proteins, which induce immunity. Experts have been saying it could take 12 to 18 months before vaccine is available. But these researchers are hoping they the need for it can speed up the process. These doctors have the advantage of having worked with these types of coronaviruses previously. And you might remember that Dr. Robert Neville got the vaccine against zombies and I am legend multiple times and thought he had it multiple times. And he never did. Hmm. Also, remember that um, the that that woman, her name was Elizabeth, and she's, you know, faked her very deep voice. Oh, and, uh, yeah. Theranos. Yes, Theranos. And and she had come up with the patch that you put on, and there was, like, a bunch of little needles that would be able to detect if you had anything wrong with you, and that would be able to solve the problem yeah, and Elizabeth correct Holmes. it. Yes. Is it, isn't that the same thing that she had come up with, was, like, that patch that had all the little needles in it? No, and I don't think she came up with anything. But it was the way they were test. That's how they were doing the test. Mm. This is the way the, it's being administered. 
Mm, one is you. taking, one's inserting. Mm. Mm. Oh, okay. So it's a little bit different. I don't want to stick. I don't want four hundred pokes at me at once on my arm. Like my God! Uh, well, how many are you? How many is acceptable? One. A giant poke, which is a shot. One giant poke, get it over with. Four hundred little baby pokes would still hurt. Not at one time. It's like laying on a bed of nails. Because right, I do that quite often. Yeah. Yeah, that looks like it hurts too. I don't want to lay on a bed of nails. Not like not like it is laying on one nail. How many needles are in a typical when you get a tattoo? Oh God! There's like what four or five, right? It's oh. not just it's not just one needle in that tattoo gun. Yeah, like it depends on the gauge. Yeah. No, it depends on the gauge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you like one of the ones I had recently, I posted image that shovel mm-hmm. had like I don't even know of twenty twenty five. Seemed like a lot. Seemed like a lot. So I mean, what I'm trying to get at, Sam, is you've got tattoos. You can handle many pokes at one point in time. Okay, but here's the difference. Mm-hmm. Tram stamp pokes, I had no idea how many pokes that was because I wasn't looking at it. Mm. They didn't show me, like, this is what's going to, you know, go a, a millimeter above your ass crack. This They didn't show me that. I didn't want to see that. The one on my wrist, I didn't look. And then the one on my collarbone, I didn't look because I can't see down okay. that far. Well, but you can take the pain, though. You can take the actual physical part oh. of it. Yeah. That's where I'm getting at okay. is, is, all, right, is yeah. all those, all yeah. those little pokes get you. That's so, fair. It, yeah, I don't think I don't think four hundred little needles is going to be that bad. Just I depends. Listen, I don't Put care it on the wheel. if it can create some sort of normalcy again, where I don't have to do a drive-through parade thing for my child to wave at their teacher. Mm-hmm. I'm good with that. Let's mm-hmm. let's go ahead and do that. Oh my god, you got to ever that? given a, ch- a child a, a their vaccine, their vaccination shots? Oh, it's horrible. And oh. you got to do a four hundred needle. Uh, Why? Did you have to hold them down? It's 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 horrendous. Yeah, children don't typically take vaccinations willingly. When my when we had to get vaccines, my mom didn't do the thing of like, oh, this isn't gonna hurt. She was like, it's gonna hurt. It's gonna <laughs> suck for a, a while, but you'll be okay afterwards. And like, you know, she was just trying to be uh, try a different approach at the time, like being sure. very honest, but. My panicky ass was like, huh? I'd rather be tricked into pain than knowing that the pain is coming. Right. Go on two, not three. Hey, we're going to go on three, but go on two, that Mm -hmm. type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. If they're just like, Sam, we got a scratch and sniff snicker to put, or, mm, let me try that. Snickers, that sounds delicious. Mm. It's going to satisfy you, right? A scratch and sniff sticker we're going to put on you. I'd be like, cool, it's a root beer flavor. Give it to me. But... I'd be down. And if they're like, oh, no, this has 400 needles, we're going to put it on your arm or wherever, yeah. then I wouldn't be down. Yeah. It, Just trick me. It may not be, an, it may be a solution, but not the practical solution, mm-hmm. but it's a start. Yeah, that's good. Right. That is good. Uh, let's see. We got to get Sam going with uh, sports here. We're giving away beer. What's your proudest revenge? Case of St. Archer Gold Plus. Willy nilly, anything you want to talk about, bring up something new, go back to something. ESPN is reporting that former Astros manager A.J. Hinch and ex-general manager Jeff Luthat, Lunau, um will uh, complete their year-long suspensions for their roles in Houston's sign-stealing scandal event if the coronavirus pandemic leads to MLB not playing any games in 2020. The report said that the suspensions are tied to the end of the 2020 postseason rather than a specific number of games. That seems weird. 
Feels like they're getting like this. It's canceled. Everybody's on suspension right now. Yeah, they're like, now we can get away Real. with it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, thanks. That's Balls to Ball Sports. I'm Seaman Sam on 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. We're qualifying people for CML 2020 from Boulevard Tank 7. And Sean Reed of Tulsa just got qualified, heard the cue. You have another chance with Lynn and DC to get qualified as well. Just listen for that cue, and it's going to play right before Stone Temple Pilots. It looks like about 1030. So make sure you're listening for that cue with Lynn. It's time for Willy Nilly. Willy Nilly. Willy-nilly, anything you want to talk about, bring up something, go back to something. Maybe we missed something. This is your chance to bring it up. 918-460-KMOD, or you can text BMMS, and then what you want to say to 82945. Somebody sent a note to us saying it, wondering if we had mentioned the train engineer that intentionally crashed his train near a hospital, believing the weird coronavirus conspiracy. This happened in California. Uh... They say that the uh, patrol officer was going down Harbor Avenue on his police motorcycle when he witnessed a strange sight, a freight train flying off the end of the tracks that it didn't even try to slow down. He watched it smash through the concrete and steel barriers at the track's dead end near the port of Los Angeles. It crashed through a chain link fence, serene through a parking lot and another gravel lot, barely missing three occupied vehicles. And then finally, after taking out another fence, came to a halt. Roughly 800 feet ahead of it was the US, USNS Mercy, the Navy medical ship that was sent to Los Angeles to deal with the overburdened coronavirus patients. The officer pulled a U-turn, speeding in the direction of the train wreck. According to the FBI affidavit describing the incident, as he approached, he could see a man in a bright yellow fluorescent vest jump down from the train's cab and start running. He sped to the container terminal, which is a cargo yard, and found the man in the yellow vest walking toward him. He drew his weapon and ordered the man to the ground. Right away, the man placed him under arrest, and then the suspect said, You only get this one chance. The whole world is watching, the suspect said. I had to. People don't know what's going on here. Now they will. He was charged in federal court with one count of train wrecking, which sounds like a fantastic show. Train wrecking. Uh, After admitting to an intentionally running the train off the tracks in the direction of the hospital ship, no one was injured in the wreck, which caused a substantial fuel leak that the firefighters had to deal with. He believes officials are lying about the true purpose of the ship and it had an alternate purpose related to COVID-19 or a government takeover. What? The alternate purpose being to help with the coronavirus because that ship is a medical ship that they sent out to, like, you know, when the earthquake in Haiti happened and other natural disasters where they need extra medical personnel. Well, wherever they need extra medical personnel, I mean, it, there's no conspiracy there. That's the ship's purpose, stupid. Uh, yeah, we haven't got that, but that's a pretty ridiculously insane story. For real. When I gonna was- start, you're going to, st- there's going to be more crazy stories. 
when I was in the military, you choose like your three top choices of wherever it is that you want to go. Like, like your wish ideally, list. yeah, your wish list. And so I put that on um, either. T- I think it's the Mercy and the Hope are the two medical ships or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I put that as my number three choice, and my chief pulled me aside and was like, "Sam, I know you. I know you. You don't want to go yeah. there." And I was like, oh, "I would love to help people." He was like, "Our job is to document things and do photos and write stories and take videos, and you will see dead bodies." And I was like, "Oh, oh, yeah. N- n- never mind. You're I- not I on that ship because things are good. No, but you're I- on that ship because things are bad." In my mind, I was like. I want to go write stories of like these miracles that have happened because these doctors save these lives. But for every one miracle, I have 15 stories of death to write. Mm. And so my chief was like, take that off your list. Yeah, it's not a good idea. Uh, somebody sent a text, whatever happened to Pop doing sports? Welcome back. Clearly, I've been gone for a while, so we welcome you back to the show. Yeah, and I don't know if you noticed, but I am. Right, he doesn't work here. Pop, anymore. you sound different. Uh, Richard is on for Willy Nilly. Hi, Richard. How are you? I'm feeling good. How are you? Good, sir. What can I do for you? Well, hey, this actually is a revenge moment that you think you guys will uh, love. I was uh, in basic training for the, for the Army uh, several years back, and uh, one of my basic training uh, comrades. So that it'd be a good idea for them to uh, set some tag up on my face. So I got my revenge by, uh, once he fell asleep, got my revenge by uh, taking it, this dirty mop that was used to clean it with dirt, swelled the deck on his face with it. Ew, gross. <laughs> That's nasty. It's pretty crazy, hey, man. Turn, turn, turn around and square play. All right, Richard, be safe, man. It was great hearing from you. I'm glad a lot of people couldn't hear that. Blind Guy is on. Hi, Blind Guy. How are you? Hey, guys. How's it going this morning? Good. I just remembered last time we talked to you, Blind Guy, and it just flashed <laughs> in my head. So. Oh, uh, yeah. What's going <laughs> well, on, man? Is, well, I've got something for Gimpy from the from the dump the other day um, about reaching out to talk to your kids. Um, quite a few years ago, I wrote in to you guys for emails about reaching out to my son who we had given up for adoption yeah. you and you and biggie and i reached out we we started carrying on a conversation and it just ended then about in september his mom sent me a a thing on her facebook now this girl was the love of my life every moment of my life since then i dreamed about us getting back together and i kind of i kind of slow played it and didn't get back to her and then I went ahead and accepted their friend request, sent her a message, never got anything back. I hadn't talked to our son in a couple years. For some reason, he just quit talking to me. So I just quit talking to him. I reached out. I'm like, hey, you know, I'm trying to get a hold of your mom. She sent me this letter, blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah, dude, she died of a heroin overdose. I guess we're done. Damn. Damn. (laughs) Yeah. So don't let stuff go. Reach out. Keep trying because now he doesn't want to talk to me because for no reason, you right, know. Right. 
All right. There's well, some broken stuff. Reach out. I'll keep that in mind. So with that so, said about you, you're like, hey, don't stop reaching out. Are you still reaching out? I, I text him every year. I send him a Facebook message almost every day. Just say, I love you. And one of these days, we can sit and talk about what happened, you know. And um, has he ever, has he said, please stop contacting me? What is his response to an everyday message? There's nothing. Um, sometimes he reads them. Sometimes he does it for a while. You know, sometimes it'll go a few days before he reaches out or before he reads but he hasn't reached back out yet i'm i'm keeping my hopes up you know i applaud you for that because i i'm not in gimpy's position and or yours and i have i mean my stepmom who wasn't you know we're not obviously she's my stepmom we're not blood related i had a very rocky relationship with her because of what I feel like the harm that she did to my dad and she has continued to reach out and continued to reach out and continued to reach out and at one point I did break down after my dad died and like you know responded to her and I don't regret that because it gave me a lot of like closure and as annoying as I felt for a while, it was that she wouldn't quit. I am grateful for that. So I yeah. feel like for the love that you have for your son, like I totally respect that. And I think that that is a, a really good idea because in the very least, you're letting your son know that you're A, thinking about him all the time and that you are genuinely trying. Yeah, I am. I've offered to fly him to Oklahoma if he wants to go on vacation. I've offered to fly him. Wherever he wants to come meet up with us at. But I think now this thing with his mom is really... Because they did have a relationship. Him and I haven't ever had that relationship. Sure. So. Sure. Some resentment, some anger, all those yeah. things, yeah. She reached out a week before she passed. So, oh my God. you know, and I'm beating myself up, too, because I, I slow played it for just for being an idiot, but... I beat myself up quite a bit over that. Sure. Well, I think that's. Well, I mean, how would you see it coming? I mean, there's no way to know she was going to OD. Well, that's what I mean. That's she was growing up. You know, ever since junior high, when we were together all the way through high school and stuff, she was like the perfect Christian school girl. I had no idea she had a drug habit. Yeah. Ever. Right. I mean, there's no way you could have visioned her having a drug problem. Yeah. Correct. So. It's not your fault. He's blind to the whole situation in your role. <laughs> 2020. That's my nickname up here. <laughs> all, right, all right, blind guy. See you later, man. You guys have a good day. All right. Actually, I'll see you later, maybe. You ain't seeing nobody. <laughs> Brandon is on. Hi, Brandon. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you guys? Good, man. What do you have for Willy Nilly? Uh, I was wondering what your guys' opinions were the unemployment issue of uh, people getting paid a lot more to not work than they are getting paid to work. What do you mean? Uh, like on unemployment right now, the federal government's adding $600 for each person on unemployment. So most people are getting up to $800 a week on unemployment right now. 
Well, that's because part of normally in during unemployment, part of getting unemployment is that you have to be actively looking for work and showing that you're actively looking for work. And since there is no work to look for, especially if you're like in the restaurant industry, um, the unemployment isn't to supplement your income. It's enough to get you by while you're looking for work. And so it's kind of an incentive and motivation that they pay you less so that you can go look for work. Well, if you have a stay-at-home order and you can't go look for work or your industry is closed, then it's no longer used as an incentive. It's used so that you can pay your mortgage and live, you know, live your life, be able to feed your family. So I think the circumstances are different now than the way unemployment was built and intended to be used. Understandable. And not everybody qualifies for the extra $600. Exactly. Well, some people are like me. I I qualified for it. So I'm about to get more money per week for not working than I've ever made working. And I worked 60 hour weeks. So it's temporarily to me. Temporarily. (laughs) You get that money. No, no. You you get that money temporarily, that extra money. And furthermore, Susan, that Sam pointed it out. You've got to keep looking for a job to get that. Yes. Well, the Oklahoma one, they said they waived that. You don't have to look for a job anymore. Well, the federal well, the federal level, you have to. And um, again, if you but if you're in the restaurant industry or some other industry that's been affected by this or you're somewhere where there's a stay at home where they don't want you leaving your house because they don't want, you know, this pandemic to get worse. They can't ask you to then, hey, please, you know, endanger the lives of other people by going out to look for work at businesses that are closed. That's like counterproductive. So like maybe you might be getting more right now, but once things change and we get this under control, I don't think that you're going to get that same amount. What industry are you in that you were working 60 hours a week and $385 was the weekly Uh, income you would bring in? I was it was more like five hundred was my weekly income. It was the pillow factory in Bartlesville, uh, loading trucks, working five a.m. till five p.m. every day. Twelve. Hour, every hold day. on, hold on. Twelve-hour shift loading pillows. Yes. Every day. Every day. Only get paid nine dollars an hour. You don't actually start getting money until Thursday when you start getting overtime. So that's thirteen hours. So, but I worked my butt off and still barely made that much. So it's just amazing to me that. Some people are going to go from seven twenty-five an hour, where they were working, to getting paid twenty-five an hour to not work. I mean, again, temporarily. Yeah. And and, and not everybody. And I think you True. say to to not work isn't fair because there's people that would rather be working that don't want to be on unemployment and are put in a predicament that. Their, their job where they were working is closed because there is no money. So it's not like you're just, it just kind of sounds like you're being like, oh, everyone go on unemployment. You'll make a ton more money. There's people that are like suffering and having strife through this and would rather have their job. The government is just trying to make sure that everybody is at least able to like, you know, maintain their lives and not and, and be able to feed their family. And everybody's right. and it's I thought that was the, just the, buddy, the checks they were sending out. Here's the, the problem. Here's the problem with what you're saying is you're broad stroking it, and unemployment right. insurance or unemployment payments is far more complicated than that. In some instances, right. people will be making a lot of money per week, depending on the state they live in. In some states, they won't be. 
So it's not right. you owe it to yourself, and especially if you're going to come on the air and say it, to clear up the air that, hey, it's a little more complicated than just everybody. You're making it sound like people are going to stop working because they can get this, and that's not fair or accurate. Well, I don't think they're going to quit working. I just don't think they're going to want to go back to work once they've been making 24 an hour to not work. Okay. So again, work again, see, you're doing it again. After that. Yeah, you're not being responsible right now because you're sharing information that isn't accurate. You're trying to create a broad stroke on something that is not like that at all. And you're not going to keep getting that money once the pandemic passes, we get it under control. They're not going to be like, hey, we're going to continue to pay you more than you made in your other job. It's just right now, since so many industries are closed and that there is no option to go look for work or to find another job in that similar industry, that you're getting that right now. So if we were having this conversation after the pandemic was closed I mean, I mean, th- that was over. I, it wouldn't be the same conversation because I don't think you'd be getting paid the same thing. True. That is true. I don't think See, we'll pay us the same after, think, after the pandemic either. I think we have a responsibility to make sure we're sharing information that's accurate and not, not gaslighting. And I feel like what you called up to say was gaslighting. No. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. It's not what I meant to do. I just wanted to know your guys' opinion on people making more money for not working than they were working. Yeah, I think that the unemployment numbers are the largest they've ever been, and people need a hand up. And what's wrong with that? Oh, I, I'm not saying anything's wrong with that. I'm just saying who's going to want to go back to work after they've been making 25 an hour right. for not and working? Again, and again, again work you're not being accurate. You're not being accurate that. with that statement. And you're not he, being accurate at all. You won't be doing that either, by the way. When everything goes back to normal, they're not going to pay you that. They're going to be like, hey, now that everything's open, you can go look for a job, and we're not going to pay you more. Well, then how are you supposed to live if you can work and barely be able to afford your bills, but they're going to give it to you for free so we can pay it. They're They're not not giving giving it to you for free, and it's not forever. It's a temporary thing. Because temporarily, not everything is open. They don't want you leaving your house to go look for a job, and again, a lot of places are closed. So whenever this is over, you won't be making that amount that you're making now. Then they're going to be like, hey, this this pandemic is over. We're not paying you that extra money because businesses are, are open, so go find another job, and they will reduce the money that you're getting now. So it's... Your public service announcement doesn't make any sense and is not the way that it's going to pan out. Maybe for right this second while the pandemic is going on, but not long term at all. Right. All right. Well, thank you, guys. You have a good day. The system was not designed to take on this many people. It just wasn't. So it's going to be totally crazy and complicated. Yeah, I think to simplify it, be like, I'm in the money now and on, on unemployment isn't... No one's feeling that. No. No, I'm saying that's how... like That's the what sen- he was saying, yeah. Yeah, and that's not the case at all. And probably I would be offended if I'm scared and, you know, like, how am I going to feed my family? And you're kind of being a jerk, being like, hey, I make more on unemployment. Why doesn't everyone do this? No, that's not what's happening. Will there be people that take advantage of the system? Sure. It happens not just with unemployed people. It happens with people that are employed. Yeah, and that will change when this pandemic, Lord willing, you know, clears up. Uh, Mickey is on. Hi, Mickey. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing today? Good, sir. What can I do for you? I'm willy-nilly. Hey, I was listening to this guy talk about the unemployment thing. I 
I, I have a job. I had the option to not work and draw unemployment or go ahead and work and pay a 20% pay cut. I elected to take the pay cut to continue working. Now, I don't understand that why people think they're going to make more money. Is the government going to come back later on down the line and say, okay, we gave you X amount of dollars for so long on your unemployment. Now we want you to start paying it back. Are they going to do that? No, because your employer pays unemployment insurance. Okay. I was wondering how that works. I, I, I know in the past, a friend of mine got a stimulus check well, several years ago when the stimulus came out, he, and he makes quite a bit of money. Well, come tax time, he had to pay that money back. So, no, you know. It's not the way I it works. Elected, I, I think your friend may have I lied elect- to you a little bit. But you, I think you made the right decision by taking the pay cut and keeping your job rather than gamble not keeping your job because you don't know if that job is going to be around Someone else might have taken it. So for if it was my choice to take a pay cut or go on unemployment, I'd rather take a pay cut and know that I have a job. Exactly. And I, I, I still get my 40 hours a week, but like I say, I'm, I'm, I'm making 20% less, but I still, you know, I still have a job. I still go to work. I'm fortunate. I'm, I feel blessed that, that that's happening. You know, they could have said, see ya, have a nice day. And right. they didn't do that. They, they gave me the option. And I chose to do the work as opposed to saying, see, ya, I'm going to go fishing every day for six months until this thing's over with. Have you been fishing yet, though? Yeah, I have. Been. And how's I, it been? I, I, it sucked. Yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> I've, no, I've heard, a lot of people, I've heard a lot of people saying it's not good right now. Because even the fish it's are like, well, I don't want nothing to do with you humans. <laughs> They're even not doing anything. Yeah. That is, that is my, my form of social distancing. I go get on the lake and stay away from everybody. Yeah. My grandpa used to take snake bite medicine with him. Do you do that too? Uh, no, I quit using snake bite medicine about four and a half years ago. Good for you. Good for you. Right on, man. <laughs> is it medicine for snake bites? All right, Mickey, have a great day, man. Be safe. You guys do the same. Thank you much. Yeah. All right. See you later, buddy. Oh, I thought you meant like antivenom. I was like, oh, that's expensive. Anti-venom. For real. It works too. Uh, Darren is on now. Hi, Darren. How are you? I'm great. How are y'all? Good. What can we do for you, sir? So when me and Jessica saw you in Walmart several, several months ago, and you said, man, life's about to change for y'all because she was pregnant at the time. Yeah. And we, we ended up bringing our little boy up to the toy drive and you saw him and met him and all that good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't re- I didn't realize that the gravity of how much life changes <laughs> when you get a kid. And I just wanted to say, dude, you straight up called it. It's. When like going to the store, or it, it ain't quick anymore, you know. Yeah, it's a it's an ordeal. So yeah, I yeah. I hear you. There's no no matter how many people tell you, there's no way to really understand the gravity of how different your life's going to be, and not in a negative way. Oh yeah, just right. Just no, it's all it's all different. great. Life's great right now. I'm still working, and he's learning and growing, and you know, so it's 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 pretty awesome. We're going to start trying for number two here pretty soon too. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> Um, Are you drunk? Because they have a lovely family. That might be why, Gimpy. You, you, you said all, all of it's great. Be honest. What is the not great? Uh, I guess whenever he's fussy and I got to hold him and I feel bad because I'm like, I don't want to hold this kid right now. I want to just put him down and go back out and do something in the garage or whatever. I feel kind of bad about that. Right. But, so I want to do something for me. Yeah. And um, yeah. what is his name? Drax. Say that again. Drax. D R A X. Drax. Sam would have been better, but 
I, I still think that's a cute name. Girl's name. Uh, the, that's the same thing that you said a few months ago, saying you should have <laughs> said that we should have named him Sam. Sam. Right on, man. Well, I'm glad uh, everybody's healthy and good, and you're still working and stuff. And thanks for calling in. Sure thing. All right, buddy. See you later. Love you. Bye. Joe is on now. Hi, Joe. How are you? Pretty good. How are you? Good. What do you have for willy nilly, sir? Oh, I wanted to go back a little bit to what you guys were talking about about the uh, the unemployment and and everything. And there's so much disinformation out there right now. It's ridiculous. You know, it, it's so new and such a massive thing that they passed, and and everybody's kind of putting their own spin on it. And it's it's kind of scary, you know. Um, I do see people on my Facebook feed all the time saying, "Yay, I got fired! Now I get the unemployment!" And and I, you know, I, I see all this just mass hysteria going on, and it, I just hope people understand that the government's not going to reward them for being irresponsible. You know, they have to do their part in in every aspect. If you have a job that you can keep, you better try to keep it. You know, you shouldn't. Uh, shouldn't look at the government and be like, oh, good, now I'm getting my hand out, my free check, because that's not, that's not what they passed. I don't think anybody, and I could be wrong, and there maybe there's a tiny handful, nobody is like, I'm quitting so I can go be on the phone for four hours hoping to get through to talk to somebody to file unemployment. I don't think yeah, anybody's doing that. I don't think they've necessarily, maybe they haven't been through that before, but they're hearing all this disinformation, they're seeing the Facebook posts, they're seeing you know, all the social media go on. And I think that they think it's going to be that simple. And then they're, they're going to get themselves in a in a bad situation because, you know, they've done something that then qual- doesn't qualify them for unemployment because they still have to qualify for unemployment. Right. You know, they don't. The, the rules for qualifying for unemployment didn't change. You can't just quit your job and be like, oh, I need to get unemployment now. Right. You actually have to be terminated or let go or laid off or whatever through no fault of your own, which is still something that, that I think a lot of people that haven't filed unemployment before don't understand. It's an incredible filing for unemployment is an incredibly lethargic, painstaking, molasses moving event. It and, isn't you do that and then tomorrow you get a check. Yeah, and worse than that, it's not like okay, something else that that is like molasses going to the DMV. Like with your unemployment, you need that money to feed your family and the consequences are dire if you don't do something right. It's so stressful and so it's not like the government's like, "Oh, we're just going to give you a bunch of money because we think that, you know, you deserve a nicer car." It's it's nothing like that. So anybody that thinks any differently really should do their research before they get a really bad rude awakening. Right, and that was that was more my point. I just wanted to make sure people didn't think that, you know, didn't get this concept that it was just going to be, oh, well, I, I don't have my job, so I'm going to go down and get it. Because, like you said, it's lethargic under normal circumstances. Mm-hmm. Forget the fact that now there's going to be an extra one to two million people trying to do the exact same process with less people trying to process and handle those claims. So it's, you know, I just hope people take on a little bit of common sense and self-responsibility and don't just think that, that yay, this got passed, so... Yeah. Everything's going to be fine. Yeah. I'm going to live off the government. Well, you, you can also hope for uh, some lakefront property or an ocean and <laughs> a beach house and, you know, keep hoping. Hope is a fantastic little thing. Hey, man, thank you so much for talking to us. No problem. Thanks. Have a good day. All right, buddy. See you later. Uh, that's going to be it for Willy Nilly. If you want to get in on beer, get that text in. What's your proudest revenge? BMMS and what that is to 82945. We're going to pick someone to get a case of St. Archer Gold when we return. More of the Big Man Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. 
Giving away beer friggin' a Friday. Friggin' a friggin' a Friday. Wyatt is on. Hi, Wyatt. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good, buddy. What's your proudest revenge? So, one day I was at work and some guy had a little bottle of that essential oil stuff. And he was sitting there and he was throwing it on people. And I walked past him and he threw it and it got in my mouth. Obviously, it irritated the crap out of me. Well, I had in my truck, I had one of those car paint foam pen things, whatever they are. I had one of those and I. During our lunch break, I went out to his car and put a bunch of polka dots on it and drew about like three or four giant blue penises on his car. Blue penises. You got a little bit of of oil in your mouth. Yeah. What was the, was it lavender, eucalyptus? Do you remember what flavor the oil was? Just curious. I honestly don't know, but whatever it was, it did not taste like it smelled. It, it, tastes, it tastes bad. I know that feeling. <laughs> right on. Okay. Uh, here's Gimpy to tell you what you won, man. Sam and Sam's ex cheated on her and treated her like crap. So how does she get revenge? By banging any and every dude that came her way. Yes. Get your weekend started with this case of St. Archer Gold. Back to you guys. Hang on the line, man, so Gimpy can get your... Uh, digits and uh have a great weekend sir all right you too thanks all right buddy see you later you've got good them digits uh listen to this story so this woman went missing on february 17th uh the man the woman's boyfriend told police that she'd left their house about 11 p.m on february 17th to walk to a store about a block away to get cigarettes leaving her boyfriend in the house with their three-month-old son she never returned uh, he said she would never just walk out on her children and she would not let anyone know where she was going. That's just not who she was. Well, a man was mowing this week uh, in an industrial area and went to move a mattress that was in the field. And it was that of the decomposing body of Tiffany Smitherman Osborne, who was reported missing on February 17th. She would have been 31 on March 17th. The police officials say the body was wrapped up underneath an old mattress at the end of an unfinished road in a section where garbage is usually dumped. The county coroner's office ID'd the body as the woman Thursday, and cops are looking into her death as a as a homicide. And this is the second body found by workers in that area in 2020. The remains of a woman who had gone missing in December of 2018 were found in a manhole cover in February. And you get some cameras up in that bitch. I mean, yeah, who's going to pay for them? I don't know. Maybe some hunters can um, donate, you know, whatever. A deer camera? Deer cams they're Mm. not using. I don't know. I hope we don't come to a society where we have to donate cameras to help fight crime and keep people from dumping bodies. Just an idea. We don't have the money. I, I, I mean, I don't know anybody that owns extra deer cameras, but I'm sure that there's like, you know. Yeah. Something. Someone's then going to have to change the batteries. Someone's going to have to go get the scan disc and go through all the images. Well, whoever's mowing, maybe they could just do that. I don't know. Just add another duty. Yeah. For them. Yeah. Why not? Let's sure. Problem solve. If it was me, I'd be like, I don't want anything to do with being a part of a murder solve. Oh, I do. No I way. I want to solve a murder. 
I don't. I don't want. If and I not happen, one that I commit. <laughs> right. I don't want. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be a part of solving a murder. Like, hey, we're putting this responsibility on you. Yeah, because then I could go. You know, if I solve a murder, you know, that's one for the bucket list. Right, but I don't want the the responsibility the family has put. Like, I this family wants to find their loved one. I don't want that on me. I just want to mow yards. But if I could help. But what if you don't, and they're upset, and you don't? There's only so much I can do if, you know. You're going to tell? Yeah. Yeah, I don't don't want that responsibility. All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. Time to find out what everybody learned. You tell us your favorite part of the show. Don't forget to listen with Lynn for a chance to get qualified for CML 2020. DC is going to have chances for you as well. Start with Sam. Sam, what did you learn today? I go from the bottom to the top on my J's, and um, Gimpy gets woken up every morning by penis. Good morning. You said it. Gimpy, what'd you learn today? <laughs> I learned that a woman spends four years of her life spewing blood from her nether regions. And I also learned that this weekend I might actually read Mark Twain's Happy Gilmore. <laughs> I love the part with Bob Barker. Right? Mark Twain was a visionary. <laughs> he just had hey, dude, up, Him man? and the Simpsons, visionaries. For real. <laughs> visionaries, though, to those two, for sure. Um... I learned that it doesn't matter how many blue D's you see drawn on something. We always get excited for it. Oh, yeah. And uh, I also learned, you know what? Try not to get gaslighted the next three days. (laughs) We don't need it. I think we're all gaslighted enough. Good luck. I'm not going to do the Ellen thing, but maybe, maybe, just maybe, dial it back a skosh just for today. What's the Ellen thing? Dance but not really dance? No. no. Just be, be happy. Be kind to one another. Oh. Should do that anyway. Y- yes, but for some reason we have to tell, remind people. <laughs> Just like we have to remind them to wash the damn hands. Wash your damn hands. <laughs> uh, it's Corbin saying make sure that dishwasher is loaded right. I'm Stephen Sam and this is for Mother. This is Gampy and I'm sorry. Thank you. Far too kind. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Uh, 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 yeah. Now what the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more. So for one last time, make some noise. Enter password. Corbin. New messages. The Big Bad Morning Show would like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the freedom to act like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total, total, total douchebag. douchebag. Total and complete douchebag. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. God bless. Rock and roll! It's over! Bicycle, Tulsa. <laughs> God bless Tulsa. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.